We are actuaries. In a world filled with unpredictability, we use our math skills to navigate uncertainty. Actuaries make a difference in people's lives across industries and the world. Actuaries have the freedom to work anywhere. And according to US News and World Report, we're the 25th top paying career. Make an impact as a fact seeker and a truth teller. Use your math skills for good as an actuary. The world needs you. Yes, we're glorious, all right. However, as the road to WrestleMania is underway, ladies and gentlemen, for Monday, January 30th, 2017, for episode 781-724-444-7044, caller ID 138744-pound. We'll be here till 5 o'clock this afternoon as we are here each and every Monday. The glorious trio that is the Human Suplex Machine and, of course, the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo. Welcome to Raw Radio once again as we close out January and are ready to begin February in a glorious way, however. And now I'm going to bring him in, ladies and gentlemen. Here he is, my tag team partner on the side. How are ladies and gentlemen? None other than the human suplex machine, the glorious one himself, Mr. John Gross, who had a lot to say this weekend. We'll get into that in just a little bit. John, how are you today? Good, you're good. I am good, too, Howard. We've got a lot to dive into, so let's get to the news, Howard, as we do each and every Monday here, kicking off the start of the show. Uh, the first story, obviously, however, has been interesting, however. Some football news to report with the Super Bowl coming up less than several days away from now in Houston, Texas, Howard, at NRG Stadium, formerly Reliance Stadium. We understand the San Francisco 49ers, the last team who could not name a coach or a GM, Howard, might be having that all taken care of within the next several days. We understand that last night John Lynch, of course, was hired as the new GM for a six-year contract, and we understand that Kyle Shanahan, yes, Kyle Shanahan, I said it, folks, the son of former Denver Broncos coach, Coach, I believe Mike Shanahan, however, will be taking over the reins after the Super Bowl, however, as he hopes to lead the Atlanta Falcons, however, to a championship this Sunday. That being said, however, he is on his way possibly to the West Coast after this, however, to be the new 49er head coach. But John Lynch, of course, met with Jed York, the owner of the 49ers, we understand, ladies and gentlemen, over the weekend. And it was signed late last night into this morning that he has been named the new GM of San Francisco. The Niners, the last team to name a coach and GM. John, your thoughts about what's going on out there in the Bay Area City? Well, what's been going on is a lot of things have been going on down there. Yes, they fired their GM, they fired their coach. 
Of course, uh, they were one of the teams, of course, with a, uh, no co- no coach whatsoever. Of course, other teams, including San Diego and L.A., of course, had no coaches either. San Diego, of course, now in L.A. Of course, they have Anthony Lynn as their new coach. We understand that the uh, also Denver Broncos hired a new coach recently after their old coach decided to step away, Gary Kubiak, due to health reasons. And a couple other coaches have uh, found their way into the NFL circle pool chain, if you will. But San Francisco, the last team to do so, however, they finally named a GM last night, as we heard earlier over the weekend, as apparently Jed York, the owner and CEO of the 49ers, met with John Lynch at his home, however, and then, of course, got the deal finalized yesterday afternoon. So apparently that is all but a done deal. Now it looks like they might have a coach in place, however, within the next week to 10 days. So we're definitely going to be keeping an eye on that. Also, ladies and gentlemen, some other news to report and some sad news to report, however, ladies and gentlemen. Early last night in Quebec City at a mosque, however, in Quebec City, a lone gunman broke into a mosque, we understand, shooting several people, however. The final tally, we're still getting updated as we speak, however, due to the fact what went down, however... And as a result, however, it was just unbelievable, however, as apparently this gentleman, however, according to Canadian Prime Minister Pierre Trudeau, who told CBS News, however, broke into the mosque last night, however, killed six people, injuring eight others. John, this continues to be a major headache, especially after what happened over the weekend with all the things going on at the airports, however, with President Trump's thing about uh, – the uh, let's just say the uh, so-called Muslims, if you will, and a lot of people spoke out about that, which we'll talk about in just a few minutes. But uh, last night, Howard, this tragedy, Howard, could have been averted, and instead it ended in heartbreak once again. Again, just the same old shit. Every time you see more, and even with Trump as president, you get to see more, more shootings, more and more each day. Yes. Yes, you do. And our thoughts and prayers with the people in Quebec City. Certainly, this is just this is heartbreaking to talk about. I mean, it happened last night. We understand two suspects are in custody now. And like I said, this happened last night, however, we understand, in Quebec City, however, as apparently it happened, of all things, like I said, during, um, I believe, sometime, I forget what event it was in Quebec City. If I, oh, yeah, here it is during evening prayers, however. One was clear to later release, however. The Quebec City Mayor, we understand, Mr. Regis LeBaum, was appearing shaken due to the result of the shooting, however. And like we said, our thoughts and prayers are with those people in Quebec City. But speaking of President Trump, however, last night at the Screen Actors Guild Award, which Lily Tomlin, congratulations to her, by the way, for winning the Lifetime Achievement Award, a great actress from uh, many years, however, who started in the old show laughing and also has appeared in movies like The Incredible Shrinking Woman, among others, however. She, uh, apparently, apparently Hollywood took center stage last night as all the people uh, won their awards, but they also took shots at Donald Trump. Ashton Kusher, Emma Stone, Viola Davis, among others, definitely had a lot to say to our president. I want to get your take on some of the comments made by some of these Hollywood spokespeople last night at the Screen Actors Guild Award. Okay. Now, I don't like Trump, but... Even you got admit that was even more funnier. <laughs> it was, but at the same time, I think they had a lot to say. I mean, a lot of people weren't pulling punches. They were very serious. I mean, Julie Louis-Dreyfus had a lot to say about her background. Uh, Ashton Kusher, at the beginning of the show, we understand, had a quite a bit to say how in addressing all the refugees that have been uh, banned from uh, not entering our country for at least three months, according to Mr. Donald Trump, the president, if you will, who is putting a ban on all sorts of people, telling them they're not allowed to travel for three months. And over the weekend, a lot of the airports worldwide, Howard, not just here in Pittsburgh, but all over the world, New York, Los Angeles, Chicago, everywhere, the ban was on, Howard, and apparently the president is not making many friends here in his first few weeks in office. Yeah. 
Well, he's not making any friends at all. No, he's not. No, he's not. And definitely, uh, we will be watching this with bated breath. However, we will be keeping our eyes peeled. One seven two four 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 seventy forty four. Caller ID one three eight seven four four pound. Of course, this is episode seventy eight. Usually, we have the heartbreak kid, Fonzie, or should I say, now the doctor of thugonomics, at least for one day. And we'll tell you why that name is sticking. However, here during the course of the afternoon. Uh, comes on the line with us here as we start the show, but due to an emergency, he will be out for a little while. He'll be back on in a little bit. We also hope to have some uh, big names stop by today. King NWO, Gerard T. Smith, Mr. Glorious himself, the phenomenal one, uh, Mr. WCW Universe, Chad Hinshaw, and, of course, the Black Widow, Michelle Lindotz, who, by the way, we want to give a special shout-out to her son, Mr. Caleb Dodds, if you will, finishing in first place this weekend in a tournament down there in your neck of the woods, John. As uh, Michelle told me this afternoon, how he was sore, he was bruised, but he got the job done, and he took the top honor in all 17 divisions. So, Caleb, on behalf of John, myself, and the rest of the Raw Radio team, as well as everywhere else on the radio networks, on all of our shows, Revolution, Wolfpack, Attitude Radio, um... Uh, revisited, however, Women's Revolution, your show, of course, and of course, uh, Top Peel Inc. However, we congratulate you, Caleb, and we're very, very, very happy to hear that you had a glorious weekend, if you will. But speaking of glorious right now, we're going to talk about the glorious weekend it was down in San Antonio here in just a little bit with a lot of things going down in the Alamo City and what may happen tonight, however, as far as Monday Night Raw goes in just a little bit. But in the meantime, we're going to go to birthdays and dates right now with John, and then John has that for us, so let's turn it over to him right now. All right. All right. Here we go. All right. And while John's researching that, just a quick reminder, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget, tomorrow night, however, we will be talking about the aftermath of Raw, Rumble, NXT as well. Also in Wrestling Revolution, 138055-pound. And, of course, as well as tonight's Raw, that begins at 9 p.m. But at 7 p.m., join Gerard and myself in another Time Machine show for Wrestling Reviews. And this week, however, who knows what we'll be discussing. You might want to stay tuned. The caller ID is 139926-pound. Okay, John, please go right ahead now. Bye. I got it. All right, take your time. Take your time. Oh, one more piece of news here before John gets into the birthdays and dates, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Earlier this weekend, we understand that Corey Graves, the co-host of NXT Live, however, has taken a break from NXT Live, if you will. And as a result, Nigel McGuinness, folks. Yes, Nigel McGuinness, who has hosted all over the world, however, places like Europe, Asia, like Japan, Mexico, and here in the States as well as up there in Canada, ladies and gentlemen, will be filling in for him, however, as apparently, however, he will be joining Showtime Percy Watson and Tom Phelps a week from this Wednesday, however, as Corey Phelps, excuse me, I said Corey Phelps, I mean Corey Graves, who is from my hometown, one of the coolest dudes ever, however, both in and outside of the ring from talking to people who know him personally and people who have met him personally, however, will be wrapping up his final NXT show. But in the meantime, he'll be staying on Raw and also 205 Live, so that's good to see, however, as he continues to be the head announcers on those shows. All right. All right, John's got the birthdays and dates, so we're ready to go right now, officially. 26 years ago today, WWE takes the final edition of the main event, mm. the Friday night version of the long-running Saturday night series of the same name from the Making Call team in Making Georgia. Yes. Ooh, um... It was announced that Hulk Hogan would face Sergeant Slaughter for the WWE Championship. Yes. And also on the same taping, Paul Bearer made his debut as the new manager of The Undertaker. That's right. 
Oh, yes. <laughs> I was going to tell you to say it. <laughs> there yep. you go. All right. Fifteen years ago today, Vince McMahon yeah. revealed that Ric Flair, that should Ric Flair refuse to sell his half of the WWE to him, he would bring the new world order. That's right. And he did, as we would find out much later, yes. Ten years ago today, WWE presented Royal Rumble. Hmm. Uh, the Undertaker last eliminated Shawn Michaels to win the Royal Rumble in a championship match of his choosing at WrestleMania 23. Hmm. And where was this Rumble held? Atlanta? Uh, no, Texas. Oh, San Antonio. Chris Jericho and Gregory Helms were arrested for being drunk in public near... Cincinnati in 2010. Hmm, interesting. Yeah. All right. All right. Do we have any birthdays? Uh, not really. All right. Let's get into January 29th. Yes. Oh, okay. Here we go. Here we go. All right. And I can confirm, ladies and gentlemen, that we are expecting very shortly my fellow big brother, Howard, my fellow club member, one half of the tag team, two-time Hall of Fame recipients here on the talk show network, however, on Raw Radio and also in Wrestling Movies, as well as my NXT buddy, Howard, if you will, ladies and gentlemen, Howard, it is other than King Ice, Howard himself, King NWO, Gerard T. Smith, who will be joining us on the line, who up this Saturday night. I want to thank you again for having me on the line with him as we broke down a few NXT TakeOver live from the Alamo City. All right. <clears throat> 21 years ago today, as WCW main event taped, Conan defeated one man game to win the WCW United States Championship. Yes, I believe that was one man game's only few, one of the few appearances he would make for the company, if I remember correctly. Yes, 15 years ago today, as SmackDown taped in Norfolk, DDP defeated Christian to win the WWE European Championship. Well, how far is Front Royal from Norfolk? I believe it's about two and a half hours, isn't it? Three hours? I would think so. Yes, it's, it's the legendary scope. I know that for a fact, I believe, yes. Eleven years ago today, WWE presented Royal Rumble from the American Airlines Arena in Miami, Florida. Yes. Um, Rey Mysterio entered at number two. And was the second man, like Vince McMahon in 1999, to win the Royal Rumble at that position. That's right. I do remember that. Yes, correct. Yeah. Um, ten years ago today, John Cena and Shawn Michaels be rated RKO to win the World Tag Team Championship. That was the only time they teamed up, I remember, too. Yeah. Five years ago today, WWE presented Royal Rumble... Yes. From St. Louis, Missouri. Yes. Seamus last eliminated Chris Jericho to win the Royal Rumble match. Yes. Um, Kane did not compete in the Royal Rumble match because he wrestled John Cena. Right. 
and Karma was the last woman to enter the Royal Rumble match. Well, when you think about it, though, Karma, too, is only one of three women to ever compete in the Rumble. The other two are uh, Beth Phoenix and China, China. China. In China, yes. Correct, yes. I got to tell you, Beth, Beth Phoenix, that who was in 2010, totally surprised by that. Yeah, she gave a big wet one to the great Kali, however, and took him over the rope, and that was when Kali was still the Punjabi playboy. Yeah, huh? I think there was one on the 29th, if I remember, crew. I'm not sure if you remember this one, though, John. I think it was 17 years ago, however, uh, or 18 years ago. Yeah, it was 17 years ago, my mistake. Sorry. When Rob Van Dam injured his leg in Orlando at a house show and was kept out of TV for a couple months, if you remember. I think that was before that. Are you sure? Because I thought it was in late January of 2000 in Orlando because he was not at the Living Dangerously pay-per-view. He didn't come back. He was out for about six weeks, I remember, that knee injury. Cause he, tw- he broke his knee against, I think it was against Rhino, if I remember. And this is when Fon- Alfonso was still managing. Bill Alfonso, that is, ladies and gentlemen. I'm referring to the man, man who called it always right down the middle, according to him, and former WWF official at one time. And a uh, member of Team Taz, however, who later went on with, teams, with Sabu and Van Dam, however, at the time. Saw Van Dam, uh, Mr. Monday Night, Mr. Pay-Per-View, Mr. 420, the whole effing show, whatever you want to call him, Mr. Pay-Per-View. Um, be a part of that, I remember. Mm-hmm. All right. January 30th. No birthdays today, that day, I take it. No birthdays from January 29th. Well, the 29th was Saturday, correct? Sunday. I believe there was, I'm not, I think there was a couple yesterday, I think, John, I think, I'm, I'm going to go against you on this one, I think there was a couple yesterday, uh, Saturday, first off, Shark Boy, Dean Roll, turned 42, and Seamus turned 39 Saturday, and Bob Hall, who's 54 yesterday. Wow, nice. So happy birthday to all of them. Yeah, all right. All right, here are January, here is January 30th. All right. Mm-hmm. We can get it in. No problem. Come on. And while John's doing that, ladies and gentlemen, a quick reminder, ladies and gentlemen, you can listen to uh, Wolfpack Radio Hour every Thursday night at uh, 9 p.m., 135-21-pound, and, of course, Top Peel at 7 p.m. with Gerard T. Smith and myself at 7 p.m. till 8 p.m., 145-62-pound. And, of course, this Wednesday night, don't forget, we have a triple header lineup. You begin at 6.30. The first one, of course, is outside the ropes, 141387 pound. 8 o'clock, of course, the wrestling debate with Gerard, myself, and Michelle. The big madness, Kingdom, 139.25 pound. And, of course, Wolf Revolution, 138.05 pound, ladies and gentlemen. However, we'll also look back at uh, SmackDown from tomorrow night, however, Wednesday night, which will be coming up tomorrow night live from the American Bank Center Arena live in Corpus Christi, Texas, which is right near the Gulf of Mexico, or Mexico. But... Joining us on the line, ladies and gentlemen, here he is now, ladies and gentlemen, my outsider partner, if you will, ladies and gentlemen, the glorious one as well, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to be using that word a lot today, folks, because it's only fitting. Here he is now, the man, the myth, the legend, a member of the Hall of Fame twice with me, our King NWO, Gerard T. Smith, on the line right now. Gerard, how are you today, my man? I am fucking glorious. As we all are today, however, believe it or not, and John, of course, began the show with the glorious theme today, as you were uh, earlier before you came online, so that is very good. John's going to wear that out, John. I played that the other night twice. Yes, I, so I, I okay. love that song. 
Yes, we all do. And it's only fitting because it was a, a glorious weekend, which we're going to get into here as soon as John gets the birthdays and dates done from today. Of course, I was mentioning some of the birthdays today, uh, some big birthdays today. Uh, Seamus's birthday, believe it or not, was... Oh, Seamus. Seamus, I believe, turned... I just saw it, so bear with me here. I think... Let me, let me tell you. I, he just has birthday on Saturday. So I'll tell you right now. Hold on. Uh, oh, I my... bet he had some Guinness beer. Oh, I'm sure he did. Yes, he did. I'm sure he did because Bob Hawley turned 54 yesterday. Uh, Seamus turned... Yes, <laughs> Hawley's 54. Uh, Seamus turned 39 Saturday, believe it or not. And it's a very oh, special okay. birthday for one particular person that John, I know, will have a, something to say about today if he d- does pull it up, power. Otherwise, I'll mention it today because it's a little special uh, lady in my life, if you will, the one who uh, always keeps me very happy with her temper, if you will, even though... Uh, her t- yeah, she turns 30 today. The big 3-0. So, happy birthday to the Irish last kicker. Yes, it is her birthday today. John, do we have uh, our uh, dates for today? Yes, sir. All right, go ahead. Sorry about that. I didn't mean to cut you off 113 there. years ago today in London, England. Yes. George Hackensmith defeated Ahmed Madrilli to become the recognized undefeated world heavyweight champion. Yes. Hackensmith already claimed the world championship stats for four years, but go on to defeat American heavyweight champion Tom Jenkins in New York City just over a year later. Hmm. Interesting. 26 years ago today, WCW presented a clash of the champions Dixie Dynamite. Yes. It is also noted for the return of Dusty Rhodes to WCW after spending the last two years in the WWE. That's correct. Um, 16 years ago today, WWE takes SmackDown Extreme from the Nationwide Arena in Columbus, Ohio. Yes. Um, 12 years ago today, WWE presented the Royal Rumble from Fresno, California. Yes. And that was Batista winning the Royal Rumble. And we also saw the return of the casket match. That's correct, yes. Um, let's see. Muhammad Hassan, he wasn't so lucky. He got eliminated by everyone. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it was Batista and John Cena... Before that, they eliminated themselves at the same time. Vince McMahon entered the ring. Guess what Vince did before he entered that ring? What's that? He tore both of his quads! What's that? He tore both of his quads. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he was working out too much and he got injured. That's right. I do recall that, yes. WWE presented Royal Rumble six years ago today from the TV Garden in Boston, Massachusetts. Yes. And that show featured the first, and to this day, only 40-man Royal Rumble match in WWE history. That's correct. And do you, you remember? Well, and do you remember who the last? I was going to say, do you remember the last two? Yes, I do. Please tell us. <laughs> um, you'll be surprised. Yes. Alberto Del Taco, like you say. Yes, Mr. Del Rio. Mr. Del Rio. Yep. Mm-hmm. And Alberto Del Rio won that thing. But, yes. but, there's more. Yes. I had to steal your line. Yes. Hooker T and Diesel. Yes. Match hadn't been seen since 2003, and Hooker since 2007. 
Yes. Um, let's see. Let's see. Let's see what we got here. Come on. I know we got him. Happy 30th birthday for Rebecca Quinn, known as Becky Lynch. Yes. Finally, I mentioned it before Gerard. Gerard mentioned it before I did. Yes. All right. So that's it for the histories and birthdays, and happy birthday to your girls, J.D. Yes, indeed. Thank you very much, son. Happy birthday to my girl, indeed, Howard. She had a glorious night last night, if you will, however, at the... Royal Rumble. Now we're going to talk about TakeOver, Howard, that Gerard and I did last night, and of course we're all going to everyone's opinion, including mine, Howard, so we'd love to hear from you all. Uh, it was quite a night, however, in the Alamo City there at the Freeman Coliseum, however, as uh, they had a pretty good crowd on hand, we understand. I didn't get the final figure yet, however, I'm, I'm looking into that right now. But uh, we're going to start with Gerard on this one first, however. Gerard, I mean, you and I talked about this all night, how it was indeed a memorable night, however, in San Antonio, and it capped off with an amazing, glorious main event, however. Your thoughts about the show? And we want to acknowledge Guest 4 is now logged in the chat. Guest 4, please welcome to the show. you got Gerard, you got myself, and you got John. Uh, if you'd like to call in, we'd like to hear from you as well. Gerard, are you there? I think we're having some technical difficulties here. I'm not sure unless Gerard has stepped out for a minute. Let's try it again. Gerard, are you there? All right, we'll try to get back to him uh, maybe here in a sec. Uh, John, I know you watched TakeOver. What were your thoughts about TakeOver? Hello? Yeah, I'm here, John. Yeah. Um, yeah, I watched TakeOver, but I watched the main event. Mm-hmm. What was, yeah. your, what was your overall thoughts about the show in general? Oh, well, it, was, it was good. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was a great... NXT once again always delivers. Good. Hello. Okay, I think we we did we just lost John Howard, so John will be back with us in a few minutes. Let's see if Gerard is returned to the line. John, are you with us? Or Gerard, are you with us? Excuse me. Okay, I think we're having a problem here on the network here uh, with uh, some of our uh, calls today. I mean, it's not just me. However, it might be my colleagues in arms how are having a tough time uh, getting uh, in, however. Uh, let's try them again. Gerard, are you there? Well, hopefully uh, we will have King NWO Gerard T. Smith join us on the line, Howard, in just a few minutes. Uh, John Gross, of course, having a tough time with his phone. Howard, I understand he might have been having a tough time with his phone there, so hopefully he'll call back here in a few minutes, Howard, ladies and gentlemen. Um, as far as... Uh, let's try him one more time. Gerard, are you with us, sir? 
I Can you hear me? Okay, we got John back on the line with us. Okay, yes, John, welcome back. Okay, we got you back on the line. We're still having a tough time with Gerard, but yeah, go ahead. You were saying, though, uh, earlier. But go ahead about the main event now. It was a good main event. Yes. Um, I have no complaints there. Yes. Um, and, but, but like I said, NXT always delivers this, a good show. Mm-hmm, certainly. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, we'll see... Uh, uh, like I said, uh, like I said, we'll have to wait and see. However, where they go from here, obviously, uh, time will only tell. Uh, we're trying, uh, like I said, besides you on the line, we're still hoping that uh, Gerard is with us. Gerard, have you returned? Okay, I think Gerard's having a tough time with his phone today, maybe, but we'll try to get to him in a few minutes. Let's go over the matches one by one, of course, ladies and gentlemen, and. Uh, Get John thoughts, and then we'll hopefully uh, hear from the king himself here, King King NWO, let's just say, and have his opinion on that as well. Uh, John, our first match was the perfect 10-10-10. Ty Dillinger taking on Sandy's Eric Young with Alexander Wolf killing Day in in this one as a result. Ty Dillinger now joins the select company of Mr. Prince Pretty himself, Tyler Breeze, not winning a takeover match in quite some time. Eric Young wins with the wheelbarrow neckbreaker here in 11 minutes. Your thoughts about the opener? Well, I thought that was a good opener between Eric Young and Ty Dillinger. I mean, Young is from TNA, was from TNA. Yes. But it's a good way for Young to come into the NXT developmental camp. Yes, I would agree. I would definitely agree. And I think uh, he's going to continue to get better, I think, as time goes along. I think him and his new friends, uh, Nikki Cross, uh, Alexander Wolf, and uh, also... Oh, he's back now. Thank you very much, sir. Okay, Gerard is returning the line. Gerard, welcome back. How, we were just getting ready to talk about the takeover show. How are we going to get your thoughts, too? Uh, I think I would agree. I mean, these guys are really good, and John brought up some good points, and uh, we're going to go to your opinion now, Gerard. So go ahead. Give us your opinion here of the opening match between the Perfect Ten and Mr. Young. Well, I'd have to say uh, it was really good. I'm good they're pushing Eric Young. He's a great talent from Canada. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, definitely. And I love that wheelbarrow neckbreaker. I don't know what yeah, he called it, but it's a great move. I saw it for the first time yesterday morning. Actually, I had a chance to go back and watch that for the first time. How I didn't see the match itself, but I did see the wheelbarrow neckbreaker. You're talking about how when he does it to his opponent. Yeah, it is very lethal, no doubt about it. However, and like I said, how, but we'll uh, see what happens. Uh, happens there, Howard. So that was your opening matchup. Up next, of course, uh, prior to that, we saw uh, Samoa Joe sitting in the crowd. Of course, we thought Samoa Joe was going to play a part in the show. Eventually, that wasn't the case here, as we would later find out. But anyway, our next match, of course, was Ring of Honor star Roderick Strong taking on Mr. Andreas Cien Almas. This time, I'm going to go to Gerard on this one. Gerard, your thoughts about Mr. Almas and Strong with Strong picking up the win? Well, I called this one wrong. You called it right. So, yes. uh... But you called the Ty Dillinger one wrong, so we're all yeah, right we're, there. Yeah, we were even at that point. Yes, we were both even <laughs> at one apiece in that. Uh, That's right. I, I've, I'm digging this Almas guy. Um, he's uh, growing on me uh, mm-hmm. since he switched heel. Yes. He's uh, he's a good athlete. He's a good talent. Uh, I'm not saying anything about Roderick Strong because he's, uh, he's really good too. Yeah. But uh, I, I can grow on this Almas guy. Yes. Definitely. No question about it. No question about it. Uh, John, what were your thoughts about Roderick Strong and Cian Almas with Roderick Strong going over on this one? Oh, yeah. Oh, that was a good tag team match. From no, that was, that was in tag team. That was a good matchup between Roderick Strong and them. Yes. 
but I got to say, what a victory for Roderick Strong. Yes, and I would have to say he's continuing to get better, of course, ever since coming over from Ring of Honor. He uh, definitely having the crowd a little bit with him on his side. However, it was definitely very interesting, however, and uh, it was very unique, however, to say the least, however. But uh, that being said, that's what I would have to say as well. Up next, Howard, this is the tag match you're talking about here, John. Uh, it was DIY of Johnny Gargano and Tomasio Chiappa taking on the Authors of Pain, or as I like to call them, the New Road Warriors, if you will. Uh, Rizar and his opponent, I forget his partner's name, but nevertheless, DIY, however, picks up the win, however, here in, or excuse me, not DIY, the Authors of Pain pick up the win here in 14 minutes and 30 seconds, however. I want to get your thoughts about this one, John. It seems like the Authors of Pain have brought the pain, and they're not going to slow down anytime soon. Oh, definitely brought the pain. And would you say that right now that at this point there's no one going to stop them? I mean, it seems like no one can put a candle to them unless the Revival put a match into them. But I can't see anyone challenging these guys anytime soon. I think you've got the authors of pain going to be long-term champs for quite a while. Um, yeah, I see them being long-time champs. Yes, I would agree. I would agree there. Uh, Gerard, your thoughts about the authors of pain DIY encounter? Uh, I thought it was pretty brutal, uh, the authors of pain. Uh, the question I have is, who the hell is going to beat these guys now, though? Yeah, that's a very good question. We talked about it. I mean, we mentioned uh, at one point TM61 was going to be the uh, possibility. We thought uh, also the Revival. We thought a couple other teams. But I'll tell you what, like I said, I've liked the authors of pain since day one, guys. And these guys really hit you hard. and They really show no pain. They show you punishment and uh, broken bones, shall we say. And believe me, Howard, there was a lot of broken bones on that. However, Saturday night, Howard's DIY found that out as Mr. Gargano and Chiapo were left picking up their jaws off the Freeman Coliseum uh, floor, if you will. I mean, it was an ugly, ugly encounter, to say the least. Speaking of ugly guys, that leads us to our next match, and it wasn't all that ugly. It was a pretty decent match, the fatal four-way women's match between Asuka Billy Kay, Peyton Royce, and Nikki Cross, who I'm warming up to more and more as definitely a very dangerous heel threat, if you will. Oscar Howard, my girl, unfortunately retains the woman's title yet again, and it seems like no one can stop her at this point. She's still going strong at 300 days unless Nikki Cross can put a stop to her Ember Moon. Gerard, you and I talked about both of these names maybe challenging Oscar down the road, and it could happen in April, but uh, give us your thoughts about Oscar once again coming out on top here at TakeOver. Well, I called it long, long with you. You called it as well, and uh, yes. I think she's just too strong right now to let her drop that title. Uh, let her win a few more times. Uh, mm-hmm. I think Amber Moon said she gets the winner, so I guess maybe it'll be in April. Uh, mm-hmm. Amber so. Moon versus Oscar. Yes. Maybe then Oscar drops it. Um, comes to the main roster. Maybe mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Oh, yes. She could drop it and then challenge her again or something. But uh... It's possible. You're right. Yeah, you're right. It's very possible. I mean, they are going to be having it, of course, not far from uh, their own backyard, if you will, coming up in April. And that's going to be very, very interesting, no doubt about it. I mean, it's going to be very, very intense, no doubt about it. John, your thoughts about Oscar once again staying on top of the ladder with the woman's title? Well, I tell, I got to say, she, she's been very good at... at what she's accomplished here in the WWE in NXT. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's a great champion. That's all yes. I can say. <laughs> yes, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt about it. Uh, I would agree there. I would agree with you both there. Very interesting. And like I said, I do think, like Gerardson, like you said too, 
And like I said, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see if, like, uh, Ember Moon can challenge her for that belt in April or if Nikki Cross is going to get a rematch down the road or if any of these girls will get a chance against Oscars. Right now, it seems like Oscars just on a mission, man. I mean, she's uh, been a, uh, she's undefeated on pay-per-view right now. It seems like no one can touch her. She made it a perfect 7-0, and I believe it was, on Saturday night, Howard, by beating all three of these girls. And there were some brutal spots in this match, if you remember, Howard. At one point, the big suplex that Nikki Cross went on the table by painting the uh, Billy, I mean, that was just incredible to watch that. In fact, I went to watch that match uh, right before the takeover, or excuse me, the Rumble yesterday through my friend who has the network, and we went back and watched that match, and I'll tell you what, that was a brutal good 10-minute match, to say the least. But speaking of brutal, ladies and gentlemen, this leads us to our big main event, ladies and gentlemen, and as I've said all day, we're going to be saying the word glorious, if you want, and it's only fitting how the King of Strong Style, Shinsei Nakamura, defending his NXT title against Bobby Roode. I said it last week, Bobby Roode's going to leave San Antonio with the gold, and will be glorious. Gerard called it too. I'm going to let him take over here and give us his thoughts about what was an amazing main event. Uh, yes. Uh, we both called it uh, about fucking time that Bobby Roode uh, won some gold. Um, yes. Like we said, like Nakamura's 36, Bobby Roode's like 41. Um, Bobby Roode's been in the business for like probably 20 years or whatever. Something like that, yes. Mm -hmm. 12 or whatever in TNA. Sure. But uh, he's a great, great guy. And uh, it's about time. And it's uh, good for him to win some gold. Well, let me ask you this, though. There's a lot of people saying that Cassius Sono might be facing Roode down the road, possibly in April. And Nakamura could come up to the roster. Could we see that happen? I say... Yeah, well, he has to get his rematch, but give him his rematch and then let Bobby Roode go over and then mm-hmm. face uh, Chris Hero. Yes, I would agree. I would agree. John, what are your thoughts? I agree. And I think it's unanimous, boys. Once again, I would have to agree there. Indeed, it was a very good show, no question about it. On a scale of 1 to 10, I am going to give this at least an 8 to an 8 and a quarter out of 10. John, what would you rate it? An 8. And Gerard. Eight and a half. All right, so eight's across the board, eight and a half. So there you go, folks. All right, and there you have it, folks. Our thoughts about TakeOver, of course, quite a night there. But that was just the tip of the iceberg, ladies and gentlemen, because up next, Teller, was the WWE Royal Rumble, which happened at the Alamo Dome last night. And believe me, folks, hold on to your seats. We're just getting started because now... Hold on to your butts, like John says. Exactly, and believe me, hold on to your butts, like John would say. You're right, Gerard, and believe me, we're just getting started because now... Now we get into the Royal Rumble event itself. And last night, it was quite a night at the Alamo Dome, as we will break down the matches for you and give you our thoughts. Our first match of the night, of course, was my girl, the birthday girl herself, the Irish last kicker, Naomi and Nikki Bella, taking on Alexa, Mickey, and Natty. I said Becky, Naomi, and Nikki would win. John, what were your thoughts about them going over on Alexa, Mickey, and Natty? Well, let's say this. Yes. We know Becky and Mickey's feud isn't going to end anytime soon. Right. And we know now that uh, with Naomi pulling off the uh, victory over um, over Alexa. Um, Alexa. Alexa, yes. Yes. Oh, uh, look, my Alexa app just came on. Alexa, quiet. <laughs> there. I guess yeah, there we go. Alexa, quiet. Okay, so anyway, go ahead. Please continue with your thoughts here. All right. But Naomi being blitzed 
definitely puts her in the number one contendership slot. Yes. And there's talk that these two might be meeting in a couple of weeks at the Royal Rumble, and we'll talk about that next Elimination week. Elimination Chamber. Yes, that's correct. Yes, in two weeks in Phoenix. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're going to have a female one? We could. I was just going to ask everyone that. I was going to ask you and John that question. John, do you think we could see a female Elimination Chamber for the first time in history? Yeah. I would have to agree there. Gerard, uh, what were your thoughts about the match? And possibly now we could see a female Elimination Chamber uh, out of this, maybe. Uh, I didn't. Well, I liked the match, but the heels didn't go over, so uh, I picked the heels. But uh, it was a good match. Yes. And uh, hell yeah, I hope they have a because they're you know they're breaking the glass on this women thing. You know they had the steel cage match. Mm-hmm. Yep. They're uh, main eventing the pay per views and the TV shows and everything. So why not do? A, yeah. If you have enough women, you can do a female. Yes. Uh, Oh, yes. I, I would agree. I would definitely agree with you. I would agree with John, too. I, I agree with both of you. No doubt about it. I mean, they've definitely shown and broken through the glass here in the last couple of years. No doubt about it. I mean, through uh, takeover specials, through rumbles, through uh, Raws, through uh, Survivor Series, through Hell in a Cells, I would definitely agree. No doubt about it. We'll definitely be watching that. Up next, folks, however, is a moment that Gerard and I definitely called right on the money. However, as we were very happy, finally... Finally, 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 ladies and gentlemen, the club broke through. Anderson and Gallows, if you will, broke through that ceiling, if you will, and beat Sheamus and Cesaro, if you will, for the tag team titles, however. And as a result, they won the straps here and denied Sheamus and Cesaro a chance to hold on to those straps a little longer after just a month. Gerard, I'm going to let him tell us, everyone, his thoughts about this one. So please, go right ahead. Well, I marked out because I didn't think it was going to happen again because they keep fucking over the club um but the club got this one and they got the belts and i was very very happy that they got the belt and hopefully they can keep them for a little run now yes oh yes i would agree there i would definitely agree there and before we get to uh, john's answers real quick how are ladies and gentlemen how are we understand that tonight ladies and gentlemen that the beast incarnate brock lesnar will be at raw in laredo texas and you can bet oh, he's gonna be pissed off dude. yeah we'll talk about that yeah he is definitely gonna be pissed off and I know uh, your uh, good buddy and our good buddy, the Black Widow herself, and I talked to her today, and hopefully she'll make it on the line at some point today. She definitely wasn't very happy about last night about the Rumble and stuff. She had some mixed emotions about the whole event in general, and she'll give us her thoughts. But, yes, uh, you're definitely right, though. Oh, she got over it when Randy Orton won, though. Yeah, that's true. She did. You're right, and we'll talk about that, too. Yeah, you're right. But uh, you're right. Brock Lesnar is going to be one very PO'd person come I bet you the Undertaker's pissed off that Roman Reigns will yeah, well, as I, I was going to mention to you too, Gerard, and John will back me up on this. Last night, if you get a chance to check John's Facebook uh, video after the Rumble, boy, did he have a meltdown last night. You're talking about pissed. I mean, John went way out of bounds last night. Oh, I uh, bet he did. Oh, he, if you got to watch it, I mean, and commented on it. I made some comments. My cousin came on for about 20 minutes talking to him. I mean, he blew up big time, big time. But, uh, John, I'm sorry, John, going back to you, uh, your thoughts about the club and uh, Cesaro and Sheamus in this matchup with the club winning the tag titles. And I want to say to every one of my Facebook fans, I apologize for blowing up. That's understandable. <laughs> we accept your apology. Oh, it, happens, happens. John, it happens, John. It happens, but you know what, though? You didn't pull any punches, and I think you definitely want some more admirers out there like us out there watching. Believe me, I think a lot more people now are going to be very excited to see another great moment from uh, your uh, 
videos, of course. He does this every yeah. Monday, ladies and gentlemen, after Rario, and you cannot miss it, ladies and gentlemen. Check out his Facebook page out at John Gross, G-R-O-H-S, on Facebook.com with the Raw Reaction, and sometimes he'll also give you special uh, events, our special podcast, including tributes to Jimmy Snuka and Mr. Fuji, among others. So definitely and check also, out his And also breaking news as well. Oh, we got some breaking news. What do we got, John? Talk to me. No, 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 no. Breaking oh, news on. Oh. On sorry. there, too. Please, go ahead. Oh, yeah. No, no. no. Oh, breaking I said, news I said, on, I said, on sorry, I said, Facebook um, as well. I, 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 yes. And in case anyone needs breaking news, hand it to him right away. John is always on top of the scoop right away, like Gerard and I in the newsroom. Howard, he's our third member in the news team. So he definitely keeps us up to date if there's any other breaking news stories. When Gerard and I are out in the field, Howard, John is always sometimes in the studio covering the breaking news for us when he's inside the studio. Howard, when Gerard and I are out covering a story, but sometimes when we're all together, John also gives us the inside breaking news besides Gerard and myself. Yes, thank you very much, John. Okay, uh, getting back to, did you uh, give us your thoughts about the Gallows match already? No, I didn't, but... Okay, go ahead. Please, tell us now. It was about time. Yes. It was finally about time for them to win the tag team titles. Yes. Oh, I would agree. I would definitely agree. They've been way past overdue. I would agree. We've all agreed on that, and I think you're right. It is about time that they finally got something. Like uh, Gerard said, Howard, I think now you've got to keep them holding the titles for a while and not have them have a short, quick reign and then... Poof, it's gone like that. you got to have them a long reign for a good while, Howard, and make because them they were stick. a straight tag team in Japan, and they came to WWE, and they were shit on for a little while, but then... Well, they were shit on more I than a little while. Bad. For the past year, they've been crap on. I mean, the New Day, and everyone else has been taking shots at them, you know? But they came so strong from Japan, they should have right. uh, kept that going. Mm-hmm. They should have helped that for what it's worth. But see, Vince McMahon, they came from Japan, and, and uh, like, the New Japan Wrestling, like... Like yeah. a like a rival to WWE, so mm-hmm. they're not really going to. They talk about it, but I guess they didn't want them to come off hot and heavy from Japan and win the titles and say, "Oh, these guys were from Japan and they won the titles there." And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right, I finally they got their uh, come up and their, their reward, yeah, their, their gift, their gift at the end. Yes, I would agree. Jericho. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about him too today. Don't worry, we're gonna get into him, and I have a lot to say about that. But well, anyway, yeah, but, he, but he is the longest reigning now uh, yes. Royal Rumble. Uh, yes. He was in there. He yeah, he he did well last night. He really did. I give him his props again. Yes, over I four hours in all. Amazing. The ten rumbles he's in. Or? Yeah, this I think last night was. Yeah, I think number last night was number ten. I believe you're right. Yeah, I believe you're right. Uh, speaking of which, ladies and gentlemen, that goes into our main event here on the pre-show, ladies and gentlemen. It was the boss, Sasha Banks, taking on the monster, Nia Jax. I called this one, and I think all of us did pretty much, how, except for maybe one person. I don't know who that was, but John, anyway. John, it was. Oh, yeah, it was, John. John, you, John, you got this one it? wrong. That's right. So everyone had Nia Jax on this one, except John, but uh, that's okay. Uh, John, I'm going to go to you now, however, with your thoughts, however. Uh, what were your thoughts about Sasha Banks and Nia with Nia coming out with the win once again? Dang, don't always get everything wrong. <laughs> you're trying. I mean, you're doing all right. I mean, you're doing okay. Yeah. It's not so bad, but it's all right. Uh, um, Nia to get the win. Uh, we all knew it was going to be Nia. I was definitely hoping Sasha was going to pull pull through this. But I thought, I thought that, too. I said that last night on the pre-show. Uh, yeah. I, like she, I thought she was like, uh, well, she wasn't. She didn't seem like she was very hurt. 
No. I thought they were trying to build her up like a Daniel Bryan, like underdog. I, I, still, I, still th- I still think they're going to. I, I really do. With that, I mean, I talked about it last Monday with you guys. I remember there was talk and there's been rumors around saying that her and Nia and Bailey could be added in a fatal four-way, could be turned into a fatal four-way maybe at WrestleMania with all four of them or three of them going after Charlotte. I mean, you never know. And we'll I'd talk say the about that. Horsewoman. I'd say Sasha, Becky, and Bailey and Charlotte go at it. Oh God, yes! I would definitely agree. That that would be amazing. You put them four in the match. I would definitely agree. No doubt, no doubt about that. Um, but uh, John, please go ahead to continue. Um. Okay. Okay. But I yeah, like I said, Nia winning yes. against against um, Sasha. Didn't see that one coming. Yes. Mhm. Anything else you want to add, or are you good? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think this is the last time we'll see those two fight at pay-per-view. I'm thinking, and like Gerard said, it's going to happen at WrestleMania again. It's possible. going to have four. You, yeah. If you put that match, the Fatal 4-Way match, you're going to have four divas from NXT, former NXT divas, wrestle from the former NXT, yeah, and you're going to have a good match between these four. No doubt, I would agree. And not only that, you guys will agree with me, you got three of them out of the four, all former champions at one point or another in NXT. The only one who did not have it, obviously, was Becky. But you have Sasha. No, have, Nia. Oh, that's right. No, that's right, you have Nia. But you have Charlotte, you have Sasha, and you have Bailey. And, yeah. and yep. Bailey, or not Bailey, but Becky and Charlotte and Becky has all won the women's uh, championship. That's correct. Yes, that's right, Gerard. Yes, you were right on that. That's correct. So that adds even more fuel to the fire, too. That's correct. Yes, that's exactly correct. Uh, let's get your thoughts about this Sasha Nia match. Go ahead, please. Um, I thought it was pretty good. Uh, it's kind of almost like a squash match. I don't know what they're doing with Sasha, I think they should trade her to SmackDown because, well, I guess it doesn't really matter because Vince isn't really high on her. I don't know why, but uh, yeah, that's why the D push came, I guess, because uh, I guess he likes Charlotte more, maybe. Uh, well, he's, he's digging Bailey now, so yeah, sure. he, he doesn't like Sasha, and I'm, I don't know why because she's a good athlete and she's a mm-hmm. you could make money off her, so I don't know. Oh why yes, yeah. Yeah, I would agree. I would definitely agree with you, and I would agree with John, too, no doubt, yes. Uh, we'll definitely be watching this very carefully, and speaking of which now, ladies and gentlemen, that leads us into the Royal Rumble event itself, Howard, and here's where we had prior to the show, we had an announcement that 52,000, yes, folks, 52,020 packed into the Alamo Dome, so not a bad crowd last night that saw the Rumble at the Alamo Dome. Oh, for the Katie, how many was in uh, the NXT one? Did you find that out? I tried to research that right before we started doing the Rumble uh, pre-show predictions and the thoughts. I have not seen the final number yet from the Freeman Coliseum. I'm hoping it was a good number. I'm going to guess, and this is just me guessing, and I'll probably announce it later this week. I'm guessing maybe 5,000, 6,000 people may pack in that Freeman Coliseum this Saturday. If they did, that was a good number for them. But I haven't heard the actual number yet. But I will look into that, and I'll see if I can find out about that here before the end of the day here. If not, I'll let you guys know at some point, maybe sometime tomorrow here uh, on uh, 
the show, how are on uh, Revolution and revisit and keep you up to date. But speaking of which, ladies and gentlemen, that leads us to our first match of the night, ladies and gentlemen. It was Charlotte versus Bailey. However, Charlotte did defeat Bailey as she made it to 16 for 16. But the story here was Bailey gave it a good effort, but knocked out two of Charlotte's teeth, I saw, however. And she was bleeding pretty good out of this, however. Gerard, your thoughts about Charlotte coming out with the win, but also losing two teeth in the process? Well, like we said before, I think we said this on the NXT special, like, you're going to get your teeth knocked out, you're going to have broken bones, you're going to get injured. It's part of wrestling. It, it, you know before you get in there, you could have a broken nose or a broken jaw. It just, it just shit happens, right? Like, there's nothing you can really do about it. It's an accident. They didn't, Bailey didn't mean to do it, I don't no. think. But um, it was a really good matchup. I thought uh, Bailey and Charlotte going down the road, we can see another feud almost like uh, Sasha and Charlotte. So I say the girls will keep up with good work. Yes, oh, I would definitely agree. I would definitely agree, no doubt about it. John, your thoughts about the matchup overall and what uh, happened with uh, Charlotte and her teeth? Oh, oh I, I didn't see that. That's the reason why she was bleeding. Yeah, from what I heard, yes, that was the apparent reason, yes. Well... Well, I, I, I was completely surprised that Charlotte didn't didn't have interference in that match. Yes. And I have to give the devil the devil her due. Yes. Yes. She she didn't cheat on that. Oh, and join, sorry about that. Just a second, John. Join us now on the line, ladies and gentlemen. Is the doctor thugging As much as I hate to say those words today, let us bring him in now. He was going to be in a little later, however, but he's now with us now. Joining us on the line is Fonzie. Fonzie, welcome. You got John, you got myself, and you got Gerard. We were just talking about the Rumble itself. We were just getting into Charlotte and Bailey, however. How are you today? Great. 16 time champion <laughs> tied with Rick Flair, baby. Yes. I told you. Yes, you I did. I told you. you you don't mess with Sogonomics. Yes, you're right, but we'll talk more about him in just a few oh, minutes. Please. We're, 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 we'll get into that, don't worry. But hey, we're, we'll, hey, we'll talk about. Please, over there. Yes. John did. John did. John well, called that John, one. John I told called you that don't one. mess with John Cena. I told you. Told yes. you. But we'll talk about that here just a little bit. We were just talking about Charlotte and Bailey. John, please continue your uh, statement, and then we're going to get uh, Fonzie's pick on Charlotte and Bailey on this one. I, honestly, this matchup was better. I mean, Charlotte, Charlotte did, got the job done cleanly. Yes. She used that natural selection off the top, like Sephiroth on the apron, like Seth Rollins did last Monday yes, night. Yes, she does. Uh, yep. Yep. Sammy saying, I, I think she was taking a page out of Seth Rollins' book. Yep, and we know what happened when Seth Rollins invaded on Saturday night, though, a takeover in San Antonio. Say the least. Yeah. Um, okay. Very good there. Uh, Fonzie, let's go to you real quick. But before I get your answer to this question, I'm going to get your answer to these three matches quickly. Nia Jack squashing Sasha Banks. The club, of course, defeating Cesaro and Sheamus. And, of course, Nikki Ella and her team of Becky Lynch and Naomi beating Alexa, Mickey, and Natty. Your thoughts about the three pre-show matches in general? Uh, I'm shocked that Sheamus and Zazara lost their tag team titles. Yes. But they'll get the rematch tonight or so. Yes. Maybe. Yes. Um, Nikki Bella, their team. Yes. They shut out. They shut the 
Alexa Bliss, Mouth, yes. and Nadia. Yes. You don't mess with John Cena's woman. Yes. Um. Uh. Who else? What was the third one? Sasha and Nia. The. The boss once again gets Sasha. put in her place by Monster Nia Jax. So Nia Jax beat the boss then, right? Yes, in five minutes. In five minutes, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, that view is going to keep on continuing going and going. Yes. It'll probably WrestleMania, maybe? That's a possibility, yep. yep. And yep. a skill cage match, maybe? I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, that's right. Um, She's the beast. Uh, I thought Nia, I thought the boss was the beast. Yeah. Who's going to stop this woman? Oh, yeah. yeah. I would agree. I would agree. I would definitely yeah. agree. And before we get to our next match, ladies and gentlemen, uh, just uh, coming into the Newswire a few hours ago, breaking in news, however, Triple H announced today for you Ohio people in the cities of Toledo, Columbus, excuse me, uh, yeah, Columbus, Cleveland, and Youngstown, ladies and gentlemen, NXT tickets will go on sale this Friday for the events, March 2nd, 3rd, and the 4th in Buckeye Country, however, the City by the Lake, and yes, Youngstown, Ohio, as well as, I believe, Toledo, Ohio. So I believe they'll be doing four shows there in the Buckeye State there in the first week of March hour. So NXT continuing to grow by leaps and bounds by continuing their uh, amazing tour schedule. And speaking of NXT, I'm going to get your thoughts quick, Fonzie. We went over the matches there quickly. Obviously, Bobby Roode won the NXT title from Nakamura, the champion, however. Also, we saw Oscar win, however. The Authors of Pain win in the tag team house from Gargano and Shiapa DIY. I know you didn't see TakeOver that much, but I did update you with the updates. What were your thoughts about uh, TakeOver in uh, Saturday night? Uh, I'm more shocking than anyone right now. Seriously. Yes. I mean, you got to admit, Bobby Roode finally had Nakamura right where he wanted him. Of course, Oscar retained the title, and of course, the Authors of Pain bringing the pain and taking the tag team titles with them by defeating DIY. I mean, that was a big win for, uh, like I said, the Authors of Pain of Akeem and Rezar, if you will, however. Or a Cam and Razor, excuse me. Up next, ladies and gentlemen, was our second match of the night, however, at um, the Royal Rumble. And this is the one I know that Gerard is looking very much to talking about, ladies and gentlemen. It was Roman Reigns versus Kevin Owens in a no-DQ match <coughs> with Chris Jericho in a shark cage. This goes 23 minutes. But the story here was Braun Strowman interfered late in the match, however, mind you, and cost Roman a chance, however, to basically win the Universal title and pull off the upset against KO. Jerron, uh, I know you had a big grin on your face when this happened, Howard, so let's hear your thoughts about what went down. I thought it was a pretty good matchup. Uh, I like the KO one in the end. Where are they going with this Braun Strowman Roman thing now? Because I thought Roman was going to go in a program with the Undertaker, so mm-hmm, mm-hmm, it seems weird to me. Yes. It would have made more sense if the Undertaker came out and cost him the matchup. But uh, now is Roman and Braun going to start a little program? But they can't go too far because WrestleMania is coming up, right? So right, yeah, I don't yes. know where they're going with it. Right, right. I agree with you. I would agree with you. No question about it. John, what are your thoughts? Huh. Yeah, I agree. Same thing with Gerard, too. I mean, I mean, I was glad to see KO and Reigns. That was a good good match in Roman Reigns' career, but once again, 
He gets the full out made out of by Braun Strowman. Yes, he did. And speaking of some, go ahead. And as far as I'm concerned, yes. I think Reigns takes on Strowman at Fastlane, and Reigns takes on The Undertaker at WrestleMania, as far as I'm concerned. Well, we'll talk about that here. And, of course, I'm reading right now, according to reports from Dave Meltzer and the Wrestling Observer Radio, Howard, that the current plan for the title is to have Goldberg fight KO at Fastlane in March. He would then move on to defend the title if he does win against Brock at Mania 33. Owens, meanwhile, is set to defend against Sami Zayn at live events heading into Fastlane, which would presumably become non-title after Fastlane, as they're still scheduled. Goldberg, Howard, does not work live events, though, so if he does win the title, this will be the third year in a row a world title was not defended at live events before Mania. Triple H, as you know, went into Mania last year as the World Heavyweight Champion and Lesnar did the same before Mania 31. Neither worked live events at the time. But this is where you guys brought up the good point. Meanwhile, Roman Reigns and Braun are set to fight at house shows leading into Mania, and their match will headline those Raw events. However, the plan is still for fight for Roman to fight the taker at the event, and it was also previously reported that neither AJ Styles nor Kevin Owens would be champion heading into Mania. So there you go, guys. Some interesting uh, developments going down. Uh, Fonzie, what's your take about this one and how it all finished out with Strowman uh, somehow helping KO once again beat Roman Reigns, despite the fact Jericho was in the shark cage? It was paid off. Hmm. You guys got to know that it was a paid off. Yes. Uh, you know, you know, Jericho was up at 20 feet high in the steel ca- uh, shark cage. Yes. And all of a sudden, Roman, Brian Strowman comes in, in their fear to match. Yes. You know that was paid off. You have to. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see what happens tonight. Yes. On Raw. Hopefully yes. it should be a good one. Well, it should it should be, and like we and I mentioned just before we got on the line, and I mentioned it to uh, Gerard and John. I don't know if you heard me or not. And I'll mention to you now. There is word that Brock Lesnar will be at Raw tonight in Laredo, and after what yeah, happened, Lesnar, you can tell he's going to be very, very angry going into tonight. There's going to be a lot of yeah. anger coming out of the beast, if you will. Oh yeah. Speaking of beast, Tower, ladies and gentlemen, that leads us to our next match, ladies and gentlemen, which was a pretty good match. That was our bathroom break match, as we like to call it here. Uh, Rich Swan versus Neville for the Cruiserweight title. I called this one, guys. I said Swan was going to drop the belt last week with uh, Neville's new attitude. I was right. Uh, Gerard, however, I got to get your take. The king of the Cruiserweights, however, minds you, however, minds you, however, and uh, he beats Mr. Swan, however, and takes the title. Finally, he got his crown. He is the king of the cruiserweights, and he is a great athlete. And I love his attitude, and I hope he keeps going. I would agree there. I would definitely agree there. And there is talk, however, he might be taking on a guy who will be, uh, well, who is part of the Cruiserweight uh, Classic, if you will, maybe tomorrow night, however. And this could set up a big program between him and this gentleman, Akira Toaza from Japan. What would you think about him and the guy from Japan, Toaza? That would be a great battle. Oh, I would agree. I would definitely agree with you there. And hopefully they will get that program going very soon. Uh, John, your thoughts about Neville beating Swan here and taking his title? Well... I know, I know I picked this one, and I will admit, Swan had a pretty good run as champion, but I think that was like the third time in 
in a month at the Cruiserweight title. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Sorry, sorry, sorry to cut off for a minute. Join us on the line. We got, I believe, someone from Oklahoma joining us on the line, however. So, uh, call or state your name, and uh, where in Oklahoma are you from? Hello, Oklahoma. Are you there? Oklahoma, are you there? We're gonna we'll, we're gonna keep trying with Oklahoma here in just minutes. But John, please continue. We'll get Oklahoma here again in a second. Go, please continue what you're saying. Uh, I don't know what that was, that was about right there. Well, we'll, um, we'll, 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 let's, let me try it one more time. Oklahoma, are you with us? Okay, we'll come. We'll come back to them. We'll hopefully get back get back with them in a couple of seconds. But John, you were talking about Neville Swan. Go ahead. Neville and Swan. Yes. That was a good match. Uh, I gotta admit, hands down, a good good battle between these two. Um, okay, sorry about that, John. You were saying now? Good matchup between these two. Mm-hmm. And Neville walked away with the victory. Yes, yes, he did. And would you agree with Gerard that we're going to see a match down the road between him and Toaza, maybe possibly on 205 Live or maybe at Mania? Yeah, maybe at, maybe at Mania. It's possible. It's possible. Uh, Oklahoma, are you with us now? We're still having a tough time trying to find out who this mystery caller from Oklahoma is. Or hopefully we'll get him on the line shortly. Uh, Fonzie, please, I'll weigh in with your thoughts about Neville and Swan and Neville taking the Cruiserweight title away. Man, we've got a lot well, of mystery caller. Yes, we'll find out. Uh, Go ahead. Uh, I don't know what to say on that. <laughs> I don't know what to say on that one. Would you say that uh, Neville deserves the Cruiserweight title, and do you think we're going to see a match down the road between him and this Japanese guy, perhaps, maybe, down the road? I don't know. Well, we'll I have no idea. Well, we'll definitely have to check it out, no question about it. And uh, definitely keep our eyes and ears peeled, no doubt about it. Uh, let's try our caller again. Uh, Mystery caller from Oklahoma, are you with us? Hello, Oklahoma. Are you there? Okay. Well, I mean, we're we're gonna like I said, uh, we 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 don't know who this Oklahoma guy is, so we're gonna we're gonna keep trying. However, but if we don't hear anything in the next few minutes, we're gonna cut them off here. Okay, guys. Uh, up next, however, is the match of the night, and was the match of the night, and I know Fonzie's looking forward to hearing about this one. This was the one he called right against all of us. How? The Doctor of Thugonomics, John Cena, however, yes, i got to give the devil his due, tied Ric Flair's record however, by winning in 24 minutes. This could have been a 35, 40-minute match. This was a great match all around. But, yes, as Fonzie said, however, you don't mess with success sometimes. I'm going to let him uh, tell it how it is, however, and maybe add a few things to it. John Cena is now a 16-time champion. Fonzie, go ahead. Your thoughts about this one. Like I said, you don't mess with Thugonomics, John Cena. He knows he's he knows his ring, he knows what he's talking about. Yeah. So AJ Styles, you better give 
John Cena some respect now because he just beat you for the title. Yes, he did. And you were talking all this smack on him that he was not good anymore, but here it comes. He came and put you in your place and shut your mouth. And and I can't wait to see what's going to happen Tuesday at SmackDown that you know AJ Styles is going to cry and get his rematch again. Yep. Uh, John Cena cheated. Uh, blah blah blah. Yeah, he can't take a fact that the 16-time world champion John Cena ties with Ric Flair. Who do you believe that that John Cena was going to tie with Ric Flair? The Hall of Famer, 16-time world champion, I didn't expect that either. No one, I don't think. In well, fact, John Cena yes. winning the 16th world championship. Yes. That's amazing. Yes. I would, I would yeah. have to, you're right. I would have to agree. I would have to agree. As much as I hate to say it, I would have to agree there. No doubt about it. Wow. Uh, let's let's uh, try our caller one more time. Caller from Oklahoma, you still with us? All right, I think we're going to put the band, I, unless he, uh, uh, like I said, uh, we'll, uh, we'll hear from him in just a few minutes. However, we'll uh, go to John next hour with his uh, thoughts about yeah. John, go right ahead. Um, yeah, I thought John Cena wouldn't, although I'm not a huge John Cena fan, I mean, yeah, John Cena did what he had to do, I guess, so. Win the championship, and you know what? At the end of the day, we just got to give our props to John Cena being a 16-time world champion. He uh, made history. Yes, he did. He tied. He, he tied history. And now there's talk that, like, uh, that we've already heard that there could be a rematch in the works, however, maybe for the Elimination Chamber, possibly. We'll have to wait and see how they go with that. I don't know. I mean, time will only tell, obviously. But uh, time will only tell. Uh, that being said, we will have to wait and see. Uh, Gerard, your thoughts about AJ Styles and John Cena, however, despite the fact AJ losing, however, there has been talk we might see a rematch down the road. Um, it was a great match. Uh, one of the matches of the night. I thought they did good. and Way to go, John Cena. Yes. Yes, I would agree. I would agree there. No question about it. No question about it. All yeah, right, way guys. to go, John Cena. Woohoo! Yeah. Well, anyway, folks, that leads us now into the Royal Rumble match itself. But before that was being sarcastic. So. I know you were. Uh, before we get into that, it was announced that next year's Royal Rumble will be set up in Philadelphia, where they'll have TakeOver, Raw, SmackDown, and Raw. So next year, ladies and gentlemen, the city of Berlin Live will once again host the Royal Rumble for, I believe, the fourth or fifth time in its history. So once again, the city of Brotherly Love... Uh, we'll be opening stores, however, to the WWE, however, for the first big show of the year, however, as the Royal Rumble will be coming to you. Yes. I have to cut it short because yes. my ex is coming over with her kids. All right. She's on her way. All right. Uh, I just want to call in. I told you I might was going to call in before 4, 430 to yeah. give my raw prediction and right. the main event. But, uh yes. Sorry, I have to cut everybody short here. Um, my raw rankings yes. will be still 2-1, two, 2-2, two, yes. two, something like that. Yes. Uh, the main event probably will, is going to be, you know, 
KO, KO and Jericho. Yes. Against Roman Reigns. Yes. And uh, the mystery opponent, maybe. All right. But uh, you know the rematch is coming tonight. Yes. So. Yes. All righty. Uh, have a good night, and uh, I'll talk to you next week, fellas, okay? All right, Fonzie, we'll catch up you on the flip side. I'll call you later tonight then, and then uh, we'll talk at you. All righty. See you, fellas. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that was Fonzie, the Heartbreak Kid, one of our, our members of the 2017 Hall of Fame class, who, along with uh, Gerard and myself, along with the lowdown man himself, Kendrick Smith, along with Mr. Michael Sam Houston, and also our very special man, Mr. Gary Michael Capetta, have been inducted into the WCWS Hall of Fame within the past week. So we want to thank him for coming on the line for a little bit and spending some time with us. So he will be back with us again next Monday, of course, here on episode number 79 here on Raw Radio as we start off the day after the Super Bowl. Anyway, guys, we're now going to talk about the Rumble itself. But before we do that, how i got to say the one thing I did like about the Royal Rumble, how I got to laugh at, however, was that whole affair with Enzo and Cass about the KFC gold thing, chicken. Uh, John, what were your thoughts about that commercial? That was a pretty funny commercial, I got to admit. Uh-huh, I agree. I, I like that commercial. I mean, I know they'll be downloading it and playing that over and over again for the next week or so, maybe 10 days. I mean, I'm going to be, in fact, I'm pulling it up right now as we speak while we're talking. Uh, Gerard, what were your thoughts about this commercial between Enzo and Cass involving the KFC uh Enzo and uh, uh, commercial. I thought it was pretty funny. Uh, I didn't know where he was going with it. He's like, oh, I got this southern gal and everything, and then they moved closer. I yeah, kind of thought after the way yeah. he was talking that they were talking about chicken. Yeah. And then he moves in, and then Big Cass is like, are you going to share something? And he's like, no, <laughs> or something like that. It was pretty funny. <laughs> I like the part where he says, I'm a certified Southern Gene. He's wearing the gold. At first, I looked at the hat. I'm thinking, why is he wearing a yellow? And then I noticed the gold chain. I'm thinking, gold hat, gold chain. Where are they going with this thing? And then we eventually found out, however, what happened. Huh? But uh, it was pretty funny. I'm watching. I'm laughing. You have changed man, yeah. He's a changed man, all right. Oh, God. Uh, I'm just watching. I, I have to put on pause right now because I'm laughing so hard just even talking about it. But anyway, that is what uh, one of the funny, funny highlights was going into the Royal Rumble itself, ladies and gentlemen. And speaking of Enzo and Cass, ladies and gentlemen, it was Big Cass who was number one in the Rumble, followed by Chris Jericho, number two. Then Kalisto goes to three. Four was Mojo. Number five turned out to be, well, the Mary Poppins, as I like to call him today. <laughs> Jack Gallagher with that umbrella. I don't know what the hell he was thinking by bringing that thing to the ring with him. He should have left it in the back. Instead, he hits Jericho the low blow from behind with it, right, and then opens it right in front of him before getting rid of that umbrella. Then we go to number six, how it turned out to be Mark Henry. But then, folks, came lucky number seven, and it turned out to be, well... Luck indeed, ladies and gentlemen, as Braun Strowman just absolutely was a one-man wrecking crew, eliminating everybody and anybody within sight, however. From there, Sami Zayn was eight. The Big Show turned out to be number nine. Ten turned out to be ten, ten, ten indeed, ladies and gentlemen, for Ty Dillinger. 
Then number 11 turned out to be the biggest nerd of them all, ladies and gentlemen. We all call him a nerd because he is a nerd. Mr. James Ellsworth, who came out with Carmel, and of course, it looked like Strowman just wanted a piece of him right there, and you could just tell he was literally wetting himself with Ellsworth screaming, no, 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 I don't want to get in the rumble. I'm, I'm not going to do that. No way. 12 turned out to be Dean. 13 was Corbin. Kofi was 14. The Wiz was 15 with Maurice. 16 turned out to be uh, Sheamus. 17, Big E. 18 turned out to be Xavier Woods. Uh, or 18 was Rusev. Yeah, 17 was Big E. 18 was Rusev. Apparently, he had a face mask on, we understand, however. The reason why that happened, I thought it was at a house show, apparently, over the weekend. But no, it was because of what happened last week when Kofi apparently did a cross-body block on him. And Rusev had his nose broke, believe it or not. Uh, that's, that's why he had uh, the mask on. Scott Steiner. Ala Scott Steiner. Right, yes, John. Correct, yes. 19 was Cesaro, 20 was Xavier, 21 was Bray, 22 was Apollo Crews, 23 turned out to be the Viper, uh, a la Michael Jordan. Dolph Ziggler was 24. Now, this was weird for me when Dolph came in at 24. Everyone was talking about it, and we even talked about it last week, and I mentioned on the news, however, eventually, that they wanted to do something with him and Jerry the King Law, and unfortunately that never happened, so that surprised me a little bit. 25 turned out to be Luke Harper. 26, here's where things got heated, guys. Brock Lesnar came in. 27 was Enzo. But then number 28 entered. Goldberg came in and eliminated, however, Lesnar in no time flat. And I know Michelle was really, really cheesed about that, I'm sure. We all were as surprised as any to see that happen. And I'll go over the last two entries in just a second. But I'm going to ask you guys your opinion about that. Your thoughts when uh, Goldberg took out Lesnar again, however, here at this point. John, I'll start with you. Um, shocking. Yes. Gerard, what about you? Yeah, well, it leads up to the WrestleMania thing, so it makes sense. Yes. Yes, I would agree. I would definitely agree. Same with Roman defeating or throwing off, uh, throwing out Undertaker. Yes, we're going to get into that next. Uh, 29, of course, was the Undertaker. Now, this is where, before we get to 30, this is when around this time, I was like, after Dillinger had entered at 10, I'm thinking, where's Nakamura? Where's Samoa Joe? Where's I mean, Joe? Yeah, what the fuck? We didn't really have that many surprises this year. Kind yeah, of not many off. legends came back and made a one-off appearance, right? No new NXT blood like except for Jack Dillinger. Gallagher and Ty Dillinger. That's it. That's, those that's were it. Only, yeah, those were the only two young bucks in the whole thing. Yeah, exactly. And then, turn, and then number 30, ladies and gentlemen, came out to be, well, let's just say everyone's least, least favorite person uh, the Roman Empire once again making an impact. And once again, boy, did he get booed here in more ways than one. From there, of course, Taker eliminated Miz and Sayin. Then things got interesting at this point, folks. Reigns then, however, basically eliminated Jericho by pushing him off the top rope, however. Reigns then, however, eliminated the Taker, however, mind you, however, shortly after Taker had eliminated Miz and Sayin. And at this point, however, Reigns told Taker that it was his yard, and you could tell Taker was fuming. I mean, his eyes were bugged out, like really, really angry at this point. And you could tell he was pissed when Roman stood in the ring, however, and made that gesture to him. And you could just tell him, he says, and he pointed at him, he says, I'll see you in Orlando. I'll see you in Orlando. So, guys, this is where things really took a turn, however, and really kind of just 
absolutely. And John, like I said earlier, folks, totally went off the deep end here at this point. Uh, John, I'm going to say keep it calm today because I think it's only fitting. But I know last night it wasn't all calm when you definitely told us your thoughts about this one. Not definitely. Not definitely for me. I mean, uh, now you know why I hate Roman Reigns. And now now you know why. Mm-hmm. Because he eliminated my favorite superstar. Yes. Well, could we? <clears throat> excuse me. Could we see now? As crazy as it sounds to say these words, now could we see maybe possibly a casket match between these two, or some type of gimmick match involving Roman and uh, Taker? I mean, what's your take? I'd say buried alive. Mm-hmm. That would be interesting. That would be very interesting. I would agree. No doubt about or, it. Or yeah. also, last Hell in a Cell. Yeah. Well, no question about it. No question about Uh, Gerard, what were your thoughts about this when this all went down? Oh, I thought it sucked. I don't want to see Roman versus Undertaker. I don't want to see Cena versus Undertaker either, so... But I guess if we got to get one, I guess Roman and the Undertaker. And I, I'd like to see a casket, a lot, uh, casket match. Yeah. Oh yes. I, I would. I. Excuse me. I would. I would definitely agree there. No doubt about. It. And then, of course, ladies and gentlemen, it got down to the nitty gritty, as we like to say here. Indeed, it was very intense to say the least, and it continued to be intense. However, it turned out to be the final four, as we like to say. However. Uh, well, in basketball terminology, it's also used here in the Royal Rumble. It was the final four, ladies and gentlemen. And we'll talk about that here in just a second. Just give me about two seconds here, ladies and gentlemen. I'm trying to get this uh, done here, so bear with me here, ladies and gentlemen. And before we get into that, uh, talking about the last four, let us remind you that this Wednesday night, as I did mention, ladies and gentlemen, we will have a triple stacker for you. And then, of course, this uh, Saturday, ladies and gentlemen, and every Saturday, you can listen to the Power Hour, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, one four one three six four at 2 p.m. with Mr. WCW and myself, Howard Chad Hinshaw. We go over the weekend review and give you our opinions about the past week's activities as well. Um, okay, I'm back now. Uh, that being said, guys, we're now going to talk about the last four. It turned out to be Roman, Bray, and Randy. Roman, of course, eliminated Bray. He then knocked Orton with a Superman punch, but then Reigns charged at him. Orton came after him. He took Roman over the ropes, but then Randy Orton ended up winning. So as a result, Randy Orton, ladies and gentlemen, for the second time in his career, is a Royal Rumble recipient winner. Uh, John, i got to ask you your thoughts about the Viper pulling off the upset here. Woo! Finally, Randy Orton was our saving grace to eliminate Roman Reigns. Yes. And had Roman won, ladies and gentlemen, however, I believe he would have tied Austin as a three-time winner. So there you no, go. No, he would not have. <laughs> oh, I thought he was. Wait a minute. Let me think. He won one time. Oh, okay. He would have joined the two-time category then. Okay, see, I, yeah. I, I was under the impression it was three because I, I said all, I thought I had heard it was three. But you're right. You're right now. Yes. Okay, you're right. But uh, considering it was Reigns and Orton, there would have to be a, a there was going to be a two time winner. So I think that was the first time we saw that. Correct. 
but talking about uh, uh, getting to talking about Randy and Bray for just a minute, and I'll get Gerard's take on this too, as well as the match itself. Could we see down the road, and are we going to see maybe the tension continue to build up between Bray and uh, also Randy? Because right now it seems like the last few weeks they've been t- protecting each other, however, but Luke Harper seems to be absolutely fuming more and more about the way how our things have been going, especially with the way that Bray's supporting Randy and not supporting his own uh, let's just say a white family member. I mean, what's your take? My take is that at Elimination Chamber, Bray Wyatt is going to be in one in that match. Yes. And I think he's going to turn on Orton so he can win the WWE title. Mm-hmm. It's possible. It's very possible. Like I said, we'll have to wait and see, folks. And joining us now on the line, ladies and gentlemen, the man who handles everything and then some. He is Ric Flair's favorite neighbor, as I like to call him all the time once in a while, but it's only fitting here once again, ladies and gentlemen, bringing us in from Trinity, North Carolina, the home of the Four Horsemen, ladies and gentlemen, the lead big DOG, however, here on the radio network, besides all of us here on the show. Let us welcome him now to the line, ladies and gentlemen, for episode number 78, Mr. WCW US himself, Chad Hinshaw. Chad, how are you today? I'm uh, doing okay, but I, of course, first off, before I talk about anything, I got one question. Yes. Where did all the toilet paper go? Yes. Well, I think everyone's, everyone's going to wonder about that last night, especially after the intensity that happened in the Rumble. There was a lot of surprises that came out last night. John Cena winning the title again, tying Ric Flair's record, which we'll get your opinion on in a second. We also want to get your thoughts about Goldberg and Lesnar continuing their heated up exchange. But the big story here is Roman and The Undertaker as well. What were your thoughts about the Rumble in general, however, from top to bottom? Well, all i got to say is is that it caught – I think I think the results of Every every contest, including the Rumble match itself, really caught a lot of people by surprise. Um, uh, especially the Rumble, because here you have, like I said, some of your top people that have, that have been that have been displayed as okay, okay, they're 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 going to they're going to win it all. They're going to pull it off. And they've been talking about it since. Uh, let me see, since uh, hmm, just before Christmas, you know. You know, yeah. who, who's going to pull, pull the win off here and all? And, you know, so many guys have said that they're going to do it. And, and then you have the guys like Goldberg, like Brock, like Taker, uh, you know, who was, was some of the first ones that entered in. Uh, you know, you had a lot of them saying, okay, I'm going to pull this. I'm going to pull the win off here. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do it. But it, it was really, a, it was really a, in a way it wasn't, and in a way it wasn't. A surprise and a shocker that you know what name that we have not heard right there in the spotlight there, you know, in the title picture here for quite a long time, and that is of course Randy Orton. And of course, I mean, you know, we're, we're, we're a lot of people. I'm sure happy to see Orton get the get the shot. I'm sure everybody was 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 thrilled about it. I'm sure everybody was pleased about it. Yes. But like I said, I mean, where does this where does this, that leave? You know some of your guys who, like I said, like I just mentioned. I mean, who, who, where, where does that, where does that, you know, stand in terms of them? Or what are they going to do with them now? I mean, um, you know, I mean, SmackDown is going to be obviously, you know, if unless anything changes between now and WrestleMania, I mean, it seems like you're going to have Cena and Orton for the belt at WrestleMania. I mean, yeah, it's going to be another. It's going to be. It's going to. It's going to ignite one of the greatest. 
um, rivalries of all time. I mean, Cena and Orton, I mean, big time, yes. Yes. But, I mean, did people want to see that? I don't know. I mean, I mean they were kind of interesting to see, like, uh, you know, uh, you know, Goldberg get the opportunity at uh, KO or, or Roman Reigns, or Brock Lesnar getting the opportunity at KO or Roman Reigns. But I mean, well, they're ta- well, they're talking about Gold- well, they're talking about Goldberg and KO for Fastlane, and then if Goldberg does beat uh, KO, they might be doing Goldberg and Lesnar for the title, and Goldberg could win the title at Fastlane, and that could mean Goldberg and Lesnar for the title at Mania. Well, if that's the case, I mean, if Goldberg is still going to get his opportunity, you know, I mean, you know, then, you know, more power to it. I mean, because like I said, now, keep in mind that it was a SmackDown superstar that won the Rumble, so that means it leaves, you know, who's going to challenge for Raw's top prize. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I guess first, I guess obviously Goldberg would be an ideal choice, you know, to to give a shot at because, uh, you know, Brock has held the top, has had the top on here just recently. Uh, Roman has had it just recently. Um, you know, why not give why not give Goldberg the shot? I mean, give him yeah. give him the opportunity. And you know, if that's a little bit of a detour before he gets WrestleMania, then, I mean, that's great. Yeah. Um, but going back to the Rumble itself, like I said before, I mean, so a lot of the matches kind of really took me by surprise. I mean. For example, about first off, and I would agree with, uh, you know, I know GTS was a very happy camper, you know, seeing the club finally win the Raw Tag Belt. Yes. I was definitely, because, I mean, the club had been trying their darts, even, you know, of course, during the long run of the New Day had at it. And I thought at one time the club was actually going to pull pull the win off in, on a couple of occasions. But, um, but, the, but, you know, they weren't able to get it done. But finally... They were able to get it done, you know, with uh, I guess you know two tough guys in their own right, like Cesaro and Sheamus. Yes. Uh, but uh, of course, um, I don't know. Let me see. Uh, well, let me I, ask you this though, and I asked the guys this too. I mean, there were two big, well, new names to the Rumble, but you didn't have any big legends. You didn't have any surprises like Nakamura and Joe. Do you think that kind of hurt the Rumble and hurt the crowd in a way, despite the fact it was a decent crowd there last night, fifty-two thousand? You know what? Let me tell you This was the 20th anniversary of the Rumble. I mean, they haven't had a Rumble there in in, in that in that building since 1997. Right. You know, you would have you expected to see some top some top notch names in this, but I think the only surprise, in mm-hmm. my personal opinion, I think was, I mean, we already knew Goldberg was in it. We already knew Brock was in it. We already knew the Undertaker was in it. Uh, I mean, the only surprise, obviously, was uh, Ty Dillinger. Obviously, yes. from NXT. That was the only NXT guy yes. that they had that they had in here. I mean, like you said, I mean, if, if they had guys in there and they're like Nakamura or Samoa Joe, I don't know if Nakamura would have been in any capacity to do that, coming off the loss that he suffered to Bobby Roode, you know, at the, at the Takeover show there the night before. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know. I mean, I would have loved to have seen that. Don't get me wrong. I think Joe and Nakamura would have probably, you know, given given some of the, some of your raw SmackDown guys a good run for the money. Yes, I think it would have been a real good contest. But the, the thing about it is, they didn't sell the 20th anniversary well, in my personal opinion. Because like it's like it's like it's like we just said, they didn't have a lot of. I mean, they had top names there. 
that's not but but the thing is they didn't they didn't you know surprise the crowd yes they didn't they didn't you know anticipate you know who was going to be and i mean we all knew who we all knew you know technically who was going to be pretty much who was going to be in it i mean i mean i mean of course like i said you know Everyone was happy to hear Goldberg was was going to be in it. Everybody was was happy that, that of course, Brock was Undertaker. Like I said, I mean, Y2J, Braun Strowman, uh, you know, a lot of guys from SmackDown. It was almost as if that that there was not a whole lot of guys from SmackDown. It was like mostly mostly Raw guys. It was in there in that thing to begin with. Let me let me if if you don't mind here for just a second, I would sure. like to pull up. I would like to pull up the. The, the Wikipedia page for the Royal Rumble because sure. uh, I do I do thank King W of Gerard T. Smith for keeping me up to date last night on the sure. on the uh, on, while, on the while you're doing let me ask you, well you can do that and let me ask you another question too and I already asked the guys this too and Fonzie was on it for a little bit too as well what was your take about Rude winning the title over Nakamura and this and this is a three parter two does Nakamura come up to the roster now or do they wait till May Mania or after Mania and three what were your thoughts about Rollins hijacking the takeover show by calling out Triple H and the way things went down and how do they go from here starting tonight oh oh, oh yes of course the uh, the story but that that's how, that's going to be a big time story you know obviously you know coming off this weekend of course above everything else that happened here at the Rumble that's going to be that's going to probably almost take over close to close to number one top thing here going into tonight's Monday Night Raw. You heard what Stephanie said, you know, uh, before the Rumble event happened. She said point blank that she was going to confront, you know, this situation with Seth Rollins tonight on Raw. You know, it's going, it really caught me by surprise. Uh, you know, I mean, of course, obviously, you know, he holds, uh, he holds Triple H, you know, somewhat responsible for not getting the opportunity and, you know, the thing is, you know, he felt that the only way that he could do it was to hit him where it hurts. And, you know, and we're, and of course, the one thing Triple H is, one thing that Triple H is, is always has been focused on here in recent memory is NXT. Yeah. And, you know, of course, and Seth, as, of course, you heard Seth say it best. This is where Seth got started mm-hmm. here. This is where, you know, he really kind of blossomed a little bit more into being a top-notch superstar. Yeah. And, you know, and then you even heard Triple H say, be careful what you wish for because, you know, you might get it. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, you, you know, I think this was pretty much academic here. This was pretty much academic here that, 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 you, well, that, that, this, that this confrontation is going to start happening. And, you know, you know like I said, I mean, Stephanie may address this, and talk and, and do something about it. But like I said, they're not going to stop the inevitable, the, the obvious from happening. And the obvious thing that's going to end up happening is that at WrestleMania, you're going to have Rollins and Triple H wrestle each other. Mm-hmm. That's that's the bottom line. Right. You're not going to be able to stop it. You're not going to be able to, you're not going to be able to put your best foot forward here. So, yeah. I mean, but, but of course, as for what you brought up about the title match, uh, Bobby Roode, of course, obviously it was as as GTS says, glorious. Yes. As of course in this theme song, they're glorious. Yes. Uh, uh, I don't know if you know if, not, if they're ready to bring Nakamura up. I mean, I think he's ready. Yeah. I think he's been ready. I think I so mean, too. I would love to, I would love to see Nakamura 
you know, he would make addition to either Raw or SmackDown. And I don't think it'd make a bit of difference to me. Mm-hmm. I don't know where they were. They would put him first to, you know, I'm sure like I said, Stephanie and Shane would be fighting, fight, would, would be like fighting, uh, you know, at wit's end to try to get signed Nakamura right on the spot. Mm-hmm. So, I'm, so we're so. definitely going to have to wait and see what happens with that. But all that was, I saw some previews there. That was a that was a superb match, and you know the NXT takeover stuff that happens after the that happens after the that happens before the big time pay per views here. You know they get get better and better and better each time they happen. Yes, they do. So, yes, they do. But, yes. And another thing that I mentioned, and I talked, to, I told Gerard and uh, John and Fonzie about this too. How I talked to MLD today about this, how the whole thing with Goldberg and Lesnar, and we understand that Lesnar is got to be not only is Roman Undertaker angry at Roman, but look what happened with Goldberg and Lesnar again last night. Once again, how our fireworks exploded. It didn't last long, but uh, once again, Lesnar's going to have a big time uh, conniption to say the least, and he's going to cause hey, uh, hell to me. Yes. I Wait got a one thing to say. What's that? Uh-oh. I got What's, one thing to say. Payback's a bitch. Yes, it is. Oh, yes, it is. I would, I would definitely is, and I think it's coming. I mean, as much as I hate to say it, I think right now, after what happened last night, you're right. It's, it's a very good possibility on that. I would agree. And join us now on the live. Speaking of which, ladies and gentlemen. I was just going to introduce you, speaking of which. Bringing us on the line now, ladies and gentlemen, is our fellow sister. Yes, folks, Caleb's mom, if you will. The Black Widow herself, however. The first true lady of wrestling, ladies and gentlemen. Teaming up along with Ronda Rush Wright, her other sister, if you will. Forming the sisterhood duo, if you will. The Black Widow herself, Michelle Lindards. Michelle, we've been waiting all day to hear the meltdown. So let's get into it right now before Chad gives us our stats. We're ready to hear how, and Gerard has oh. left us now. Oh, Gerard is gone now, folks, so hopefully he'll get back on the line here. Gerard, uh, we'd love to have you come back on the line, however, since Michelle is here, your sister here. But, Michelle, I know you've been waiting to talk about this, so go ahead, share us with your thoughts, how, and anything else you want to share before Chad uh, gives us some more sense. I'll be right back while you do that. Well, first of all, hello, everybody. Hello. And second of all, um, NXT TakeOver was an amazing show, minus one match, and that was a tag team title match. Uh, I'm a huge DIY fan. I do not like the Authors of Pain. Uh, but it was, you know, to quote Gerard, as he said, too glorious. Finally, Bobby Roode has, is getting the... The gold around his waist at NXT, so I thought it was a really, really good show. Now, last night, <laughs> let's talk about last night. Um, let's see. Uh, Gerard's voice won the belt, which I know he was ecstatic about. Um, yeah. Charlotte and Bailey, so predictable. Bailey is just not ready. Um, I don't think that she should have never came up to the Raw roster yet. She's just not ready. Um, Charlotte Flair is a powerhouse, and she is forced to be reckoned with. That's just my opinion. Uh, Sasha and Nia, oh, come on. I mean, really? I mean, did you really expect Sasha Banks to beat that big bitch of a beast? I mean, really? No, no. Um, let's see. AJ Styles and John Cena. What a hell of a match. Yep. Um, 
It was an awesome match. Really, really, really good. Uh, a little disappointed that they are making Cena match Flair because there's only one Ric Flair, and it don't get no better than Ric Flair. Um, but kudos to John Cena. I, I really did. I, I knew that he was going to win it, but I knew that they weren't going to let AJ retain. You know, it, it's time for... Just like I said earlier today, it's time for the championship to change hands, but it's not to go back to Cena. We've seen Cena be champ now 16 times for the love of God. Um, over it, uh, you know, my opinion is is that I want to see The Miz wear the gold again. He deserves it. He's proved himself. The man has cut some phenomenal freaking promos. The shit between him and Daniel Bryan is brilliant. It's golden. It's getting attention. It's great. Um... So, you know, kudos to Cena and AJ. Great match. Um, let's see, what else? What other matches was it besides the Rumble? Neville Swan. Oh, that was actually a really good match, too. Um, my heart does break for a Rich Swan because he has had a very hard life. And he has been a great um, cruiserweight champion. He's super talented. He's got charisma. He's got the attitude. He's going the right direction with this, but... It's Neville's time. It's been Neville's time. Um, them turning them them turning Neville heel was the most brilliant thing they could have ever done. Um, Neville's been, you know, he's been that nice guy way too long, and now it's time for him to, you know, step it up and show him that Neville's not just some little wuss that's going to sit there and take it. He's going to deliver, and he did last night. It was a really good match. Yes. Is there any other ones I missed, J.D.? No, I was going to ask you, and I mentioned to you on the phone earlier today, and I just mentioned to Chad how I was going to tell Chad. Chad, if you get a chance, I know Ann checked it out. My cousin checked it out, and Gerard checked it out along as well. And I think I mentioned to Fonte, John's meltdown last night about Roman and The Undertaker. Michelle, what were your thoughts about that last night? I know you shared it with me earlier today. Well, but... that's what I'm getting to. Um, yes. The Royal Rumble. Okay, first of all, my biggest, well, one of my three biggest, fucking tangents about this damn Royal Rumble, excuse my language, was one, that you had freaking Goldberg eliminate Lesnar. Okay, I understand you're probably going to continue the feud between them two. Great. Awesome. Whatever. Been there, done that, seen it. You know, give Goldberg to somebody else. You know, really, I mean, really, Goldberg is a rag doll for Brock Lesnar. Period. End of story. And I love Goldberg. And I'm sorry, Chad, but I do. I love Goldberg. I do. But they're doing nothing but making Lesnar look like a little bitch ever since Goldberg come back, and I'm sick of it. Second of all, I'm going to go with John on his little tangent that he had about Roman Reigns eliminating The Undertaker. What in the the living hell is that? No. Roman Reigns is the number 30 entrant, and he comes in and freaking takes out The Undertaker? No. If anybody took out The Undertaker, I would have thought it would have been Goldberg or Lesnar or Braun Strowman. Somebody big. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, let's see what... Let's see. Uh, Braun Strowman is getting on my nerves. Um, I know he's a powerhouse, and you know <clears throat> he's a powerhouse. He's this. He's that. He's whatever. 
but he's he's getting on my damn nerves. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, you got you're making Braun Strowman look good compared to Bill Goldberg, who's been in the business for over a decade. The Undertaker, who's been in over freaking what two or three decades now? About twenty five, thirty years. Um, yeah, about that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, and, and then you've got Lesnar, you know, who's been in. Uh, over a decade as well. And, and Roman Reigns eliminates The Undertaker. Yes. Yeah, that was bullshit. Um, I didn't like that very much at all. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Randy Orton went in. Okay, that's awesome. I, I love that. Huge yes. fan of the Viper. Yes. Awesome. Way to go. But guess what? Now you're going to see the Vintage Viper come back because he's going to turn on the Wyatt family because yes. he's going to want that gold. Yes, he is. Yes, he's he is. Going, he, he, he is main eventing WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. He's going after that title to hell with the Wyatts, and he's going to show them that, you know, ha-ha, joke's on you. I was only here to play with your mind. You didn't mm-hmm. play with mine. Right. Let me ask you um, this, Michelle, uh, before you continue on. And I asked Chad this, I asked Gerard, I asked Fonzie, I asked John on the line today the same question. Were you surprised at all with some of the bigger names, like case in point, how are you had only two big names at debut, Ty Dillinger and Jack Alker, when you usually have a legend or a, uh, someone, a big, like I said, you only had one NXT guy show up and uh, really a newcomer in Gallagher. Could this Rumble have used a few legends and maybe some more pizzazz by bringing up guys like Nakamura and Joe? What's your take? Okay, first of all, Ty Dillinger is a tremendous competitor. Yes, NXT I would agree. Is not where, NXT is not where he belongs, number one. It's time for him to debut, like he did, and come up the main roster. Mm-hmm. Um, to all these little assholes out there on Facebook today that say that Vince McMahon is going to bring Ty Dillinger up to be a jobber, you know what I say? Oh, I don't think you really want to know what I want to say to these people, but I'm sure you're probably knowing where I'm going with that comment. <laughs> um, you, you can go jump off a cliff, but that's not really what I want to say. But anyways, Ty Dillinger is phenomenal talent. He should really come up to the main roster. As far as Nakamura, mm-hmm. Nakamura should come up the roster before Samoa Joe. Nakamura is more talented. Mm-hmm. He has more charisma. He has more fan base. He's over with the crowd more. Um, even though his entrance makes me blind when he comes out, um, I think that he is he's more over with the crowd than Samoa Joe is. So I think that Nakamura definitely should come before Samoa Joe. But from what I'm hearing, that's not going to happen. But it is WWE. Anything can happen, as they say. Right. Uh, but Ty Dillinger... Please, please, please pull him from NXT. You're not doing shit with him there. You're not. You're making him look like a little, you know, side bitch, you know. Yeah. I mean, he goes up against Eric Young, and he should have beat Eric Young. Yes. I'm sorry. He should have beat Eric Young. Yes. Yes. Um, Eric Young, Eric Young, he's talented, yes, but he's not that great to me. Yes. Um, Ty Dillinger deserves it. And he should come up to the main roster. Yes. Like, tonight would be great. <laughs> right. What were your thoughts about uh, Rollins hijacking TakeOver, and what were your thoughts about the nakamura Rude match in general? Okay, Seth Rollins 
we all know how I feel about Seth Rollins. Right, John? Right. Um, right. I love Seth Rollins. I am his one of his millions of, you know, followers, whatever. Um, I thought the hijack was brilliant. Um, him coming on there and, and calling Triple H was phenomenal. Yes. Um, I think it was well done and played on his part. Mm-hmm. Um, Triple H showed how much of a little weenie he was by, you know, sending his security guards out there instead mm-hmm. of, you know, just saying, yep. um, you know, now is not the time to handle this. Let's handle this on Raw Monday yes. night. Yes. But he didn't do it. Um, he basically made, you know, Seth get out there and, and say what he had to say and fight all of his security guards. And then they finally escorted him out the building. Right. Um. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was great. It was brilliant. I like nearly peed my when I watched it Sunday morning because I didn't expect to see Seth Rollins. But yes, um, Nakamura and Rude, what a hell of a match! That's all I gotta say. Mm-hmm. Um, they put on an amazing show. Yep. Phenomenal, awesome, great match, great chemistry between the two. Yep. But Bobby Rude deserves that title. Yes. That man is. Is mm, he's a lot of things in my eyes. I mean, but mm. he's a great competitor. <laughs> yes. Um, he's Canadian. Yep. Uh, yeah. I mean, he really deserved it. He fought hard for it yep. to get to the number one compet, you know, contender spot. Like yep. I said, it was a great match. Anything with anything with Nakamura against anybody is great to me. But Bobby Roode is even a hell of a lot better in my eyes. So I thought it was a great match. Certainly. Certainly, no question about it. Well, like I said, we'll see what happens tonight. Obviously, uh, Stephanie has got her agenda with Triple H. We know Brock Lesnar's going to be there. There's going to be a lot going down tonight in Laredo. Can I say something about that? Yeah. If that little twit, Stephanie McMahon, does anything to Seth Rollins, anything, because she's the one that played Triple H's music to distract him. Oh, yeah, we knew that last, last Monday Night in Cleveland. Yes, no doubt. If she does anything... Anything to Seth Rollins tonight? Yes. I will blow Facebook up tomorrow. I swear, I promise you, every wrestling group, I will blow it up. Because whoa, whoa, yeah, pipe bombs, guys! Look out, bombs away! Indeed, holy heck! I mean, it's it's bullshit because oh. why? I mean, why you want to do that again uh, for Seth? Triple H is the one that started this shit. Seth Rollins is going to finish it. Period. Right. Yes. And if she wants to stand in the way, go right ahead. But Seth is still going to keep pushing on. He's still going to get to Triple H. Yes. It's going to happen. Oh, yeah. No doubt. No doubt about that. Oh, I agree. And I get the feeling that this year's WrestleMania is going to be off the charts. Yeah, I would agree. I would have to agree. It's, it's, it's From top to bottom, the card is looking really good right now. I mean, I mentioned some of them already. I mean, despite the specialty attraction match, like a big show in Shaq, I mean, that's understandable. But the other matches in general, you got Roman and The Undertaker. You could have, again, like you mentioned, Cena and Orton. You could have Goldberg and uh, uh, Lesnar one more time. You could have KO and whoever. You know, it. it I mean, it's going to be crazy in Orlando. It really is. And, I want to talk about the Roman-KO match. Oh, please do. Uh, okay. <laughs> Are you sure you're ready for this? Fire away. We're okay, ready. So, We're ready to hear. <laughs> Kevin Kevin Owens, Kevin Steen, however you know him, is 
one of the top five in WWE right now in my eyes. He really Agreed. Is. I would agree. Yes, I would agree. No he's doubt. A, he's an amazingly tremendous performer. I mm-hmm. love his promos. Agreed. I love his attitude. Yep, me too. Um, I thought it was hilarious um, that they they put Chris Jericho in that shark cage over top of it. It was yes. brilliant. Um, Roman is trying. Yes. Really is trying. He's trying to get back over with the crowd and all that stuff. Might. But they're still blowing the shit out of him and all that. Mm-hmm. But you have to give the man credit because, like, this last month, Roman has really stepped his game up. He's really improving a lot. Not so much my skills. He's trying. But he's not quite there yet. But in ring capability, he really is stepping his game up. And he he really is showing that, you know, one-on-one with Kevin Owens, he can go that long, you know, mm-hmm, to go the mm-hmm, with mm-hmm. him. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I thought it was a really, really good match. Like I said, I'm not surprised K.O. retained because, you know, they're not going to give Roman the Universal title no time soon. Um, but overall, I mean, I thought it was a really good match, and I wish that everybody, you know, I know this is really going to shock the shit out of all y'all. <laughs> everybody kind of step back and give Roman a chance. He's trying. He's right. trying to, to do better. He, he's, you know, I mean, bless his heart, and I feel so bad that he gets booed and whatever. And yes, I know I'm, I don't like Roman. Right. I do and I don't. Roman really has shown, you know, star potential here the last month. Mm-hmm. He really has come a long way. But yeah. what's going to make it better for the fans is to reunite the Shield. Period. Yes. Or turn Roman Reigns heel, one or the other. Well, I think. Well, I saw last night how I think we start. We've seen plans of it for a while now. And last night, after what, however, when he told the Undertaker how this is my art, you saw the Taker's eyes bug out and say, "Oh, really? You want a piece of me?" You could tell Taker say, "You want a piece of me right now? We'll settle this in Orlando." I think we're definitely on a collision course with that. We really hey, you are. Know, my mom made a good point last night, too, about The Undertaker, was that you noticed that ever since he had his little problem with his legs and he was on crutches and stuff, right. he does not walk down to the ring much. It, no. It's, it's the old Undertaker lights out, there he is, boom, in the ring. You know, mm-hmm. it's that. And I, I mm-hmm. think he's struggling. Yep, yeah. 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 They had that problem last, I think they did have that for a lot of the stars last night. They said there was a lot of trouble in the rampway last night, I think it was in the album. They had they did that not only for him but for a lot of the other superstars. You're but, right. But let me tell you, if y'all could have seen me watching this damn thing and yeah. and, and hearing Ty Dillinger's music at number ten, oh my god. Nice. That's awesome. I, I, I marked out. <laughs> <laughs> I was crazy. Well, like, that's awesome. Well, Gerard and I definitely marked out, and uh, I know John did too, how we all marked out, I think, when the club finally got their uh, titles, even though they beat your boy Seamus and Cesaro and Seamus. I think it was about time the club finally got what was coming to them after being screwed over for the past year. You know, no anything bad about that. Give the New Day a break. They need a break. You know, they beat their elections records. Sure, great, awesome, all that. But I'm going to tell you what. The next ones that need to go after the tag team titles are Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins. Mm-hmm. Wow, guys, you hear that? Holy cow, that's crazy. I, I really firmly think that they should. Yes. That's not bad, that, that, that's No, no, that's I, I agree with you there, Shannon. And uh, Michelle, I would have to agree there. Yeah, I mean, don't tell them. What about... I mean, if, if, if Jericho wasn't leaving after WrestleMania, I would say KO and Jericho. 
Well, what about, let me ask you this, and Gerard and I talked about this team, what about someone like maybe the Revival, Dash and Dawson? What do they do with those guys now? Where do they go from here with them? Do they bring them up? See, that's, an, that's another tag team that is way too freaking talented to be on NXT. I'm sorry. They really are just way too talented. They need to come up the roster. Yes. Them against the American Alphas would be golden. Again. Yes, uh-huh. I agree. Yep, I agree. Um, you know, them and the Vaude uh, Villains, maybe, could do some work, I would think. Uh, English and Gotch, uh, maybe. Vaude Villains can go back to NXT for all I care. What about Tyler Breeze and Vandango? Uh, yeah, you know, they're yeah, they're not doing much with them, and I don't know why, because they are talented, but mm-hmm. yes, I see that. But yes, Dash and Dog, they need to come up the, ro- the, ro- the main roster, like, soon, because they're not utilizing them, you know, and DIY. They're not, I mean, they need Yeah, Gorgana and Chiapa. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, they're phenomenal. They're phenomenal. I love DIY. Yeah, DIY's a good team. I've watched, like I said, I watched their matches from uh, from Brooklyn and Toronto. And like I said, I think after what happened to them the other night by beating, I mean, uh, I asked, uh, like I saw, I asked everyone else this question, however, and I'm going to ask Chad this question. I'll ask you this question, too, because I think he's answers on this question. I'll ask you both this question. Can anyone stop the Authors of Pain? I feel like no one can light a candle to them right now. They're just too good right now, I feel. Uh, my opinion? I mean, don't mean to cut Chad off. Authors of Pain are yeah. big dudes, yeah. But guess what? They can't wrestle worth a shit hmm. in my eyes. Okay. They are too big of dudes to, like, they're not, they're not maneuverable. Look at Kevin Owens. Look at the size of Kevin Owens. That mm-hmm. son of a bitch can move. Right. Look at the size of Brock Lesnar. He can move. Well, mm-hmm. well, sometimes yes, sometimes no. Look at The Undertaker. That yep. man is, you know, still going, and he, he still has it. Goldberg. Yes. Still has the jackhammer in him and all that stuff. These oh. dudes are just way too big. They're unmaneuverable. They're freaking Samoan, and that's another one in my book that that does it for me. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a great manager. I give them credit for that. Yes. That's the only thing they got going good for them is Paul mm-hmm. Ellering, but right. they're just too big. They can't maneuver enough. Look at this match against them in DIY Saturday. Now, I'm sorry, y'all. I ain't been on a while. I got to change it. Oh, we're glad. We're um, glad you're kind of loose today. We needed this. I mean, we've been looking forward to this. It's been long overdue for at least a month and a half. We've been waiting to hear the anger come out. And believe me, we're going to laugh at this when we uh-huh. listen to it later on. Uh, authors of authors of pain, they're, they're muscle. Yes, I give them that. They're big yes. dudes. They're both over 300 pounds. Hoorah. But DIY... They're yes. small, they're fit, they're fast. Mm-hmm. They can't keep up with them. And I knew that they were going to make the Authors of Pain win these damn titles eventually, but I didn't think it was going to be Saturday night. Yes. DIY, <coughs> just to me, is more talented. They're more maneuverable. Like mm-hmm. I said, Kevin Owens is not a little dude. But right. that little that little son of a bitch can move. He can right. go. Yep. And even even Roman is getting a little bit bigger in stature. He's starting to slow down a little bit. Mm-hmm, and, and that's the thing, you know, and that's what they said about Brock, and then Brock lost all this weight because of his diverticulitis. Now he's putting the weight back on, they're like, oh, he's on drugs. Mm-hmm. That's the first thing I want to say, oh, he's on drugs. Right. Well, no, he's not. No. Um, You know, he's on a lot of testosterone, yeah. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean he's taking freaking steroids. Correct. That's not what I'm saying. Sure. You know, the, 
I mean, the medicine that he takes for his issue at hand to keep it under control to not have any more problems, mm-hmm. it helps him bulk up. Right. Correct. That's nice. just how it is. Yes. But to answer your question, authors of pain, they're terrible, J.D. They're terrible. They're just terrible. Uh, they're, mm-hmm. They don't impress me. They never have since they won. Like I said, the only thing they got really going for them is yes. their freaking manager. They mm-hmm. have a legend of a manager. That's yes, it. they do. That's yes, it. they do. I would agree. He is a legend. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. Wow. Well, we've been waiting for this, and believe me, and believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen, this this is long overdue, folks. We've been waiting for this for a good while. So finally, uh, we heard uh, the venom spew and ten some, shall we say, here this afternoon. And believe me, we listen later on today. I think we're all going to laugh and remember Are this. Are y'all's ears burning and bleeding now? <laughs> I, th- I, mine, I know mine, mine's cooking right now. Chad, what about you? Uh, actually, I'm actually she woke me up. She woke you up. Okay, John, what yeah, about you? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Joy, John, what were you saying now? Go ahead. Oh, the fish went in, but I was burned too. Yes, it was served. <laughs> it was served extra crispy and uh, filleted and scaled and then some. Shall we say? Wow. Wow. All right, guys. Well, on that note, as we're going to wrap it up here, we do want to thank, again, the Black Widow, Michelle Lindodds, along with Mr. W. Chad Hinshaw, Gerard T. King, N.W. Smith, the two-time Hall of Fame with yours truly, the Iceman, Jerry Jamal, John Gross, the human suplex machine, and Fonzie, the heartbreak kid as well, as well as our mystery car from Oklahoma, who never gone live. But, guys, I can confirm that maybe next week we will have the return of another Hall of Famer, Mr. Michael Sam Houston, returning to the line next week. So we will hopefully have him back on the line the day after the Super Bowl, have some stories for us, and maybe talk about the Rumble and the headliners going into the Elimination Chamber, which of course will be very, very interesting, which will be next week, believe it or not, two weeks from this Sunday, the Elimination Chamber will be taking place, but before we get to that, folks, let's give you the number again, 1-724-444-7044, call ID 138-744-POUND, number one, you can join us right now. Uh, with that said, guys, we're now going into Raw ratings and predictions, of course, Raw has been doing pretty well in the range, about 202-122 and 23 lately, with the numbers, however, we're going to ask everyone's raw rating and prediction for tonight's show, which should be a very interesting night. We already heard Fonzie's prediction. I want to turn it over to the first true lady of wrestling, however, the Black Widow herself, the host of Women's Revolution, back on the line because she's been spelling quite a bit today. So we're going to hear her raw rating and prediction for today's show in Laredo's. It should be an interesting night, the night after the Rumble. Michelle, tell us what our rating is and our main event tonight in your thoughts. Well, I'm going to say after that shitty Royal Rumble last night, um, I'm gonna give it a 2.2. It, I mean, they gotta they gotta step it up. I mean, yes. SmackDown's just they're SmackDown is drowning them basically. Yes, they um, are. Main event. I'm gonna say the Undertaker comes after Roman tonight. Ooh, okay. I like it. I like it. And before we get to anyone else, let me, I know the one person, and this is one person that John and I have been talking about on his podcast, by the way. Again, folks, you can check it out on johngross.com. They're on facebook.com under John Gross. Uh, sorry about that. Yeah. Uh, do we see finally the return of Emma, Emma? I mean, what is up with this whole vignette? For three months, we've been teased back and forth, back and forth. When is she coming in? Do we see her show up finally tonight in your eyes, Michelle? Uh, God, I hope so, because I'm tired of seeing her in a bikini on the beach. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. All right, uh, Chad, let's go to you next. Robert, I'd rather you... look at Randy Orton and, the, and Brock Lesnar and them in a thong than her. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay. Well, Chad, uh, the stage is yours now since we're going to turn it over to you on that uh, thought, shall we say. Let's hear your raw My web has been spun. My work is done. Yes, and it was definitely well overdue. It's been way, way, way overdue, and you definitely didn't pull any punches today, Michelle, no doubt. Chad, go ahead with your raw rating prediction, please. Okay, before I before I give that, I need to go ahead and make one ten, make one uh, uh, one technical note. Uh, of course, as you know, <clears throat> we have been uh, of course between TalkShoe.com and the live video feature off of the Revolution Radio and NWO Wolfpack Radio Facebook page. Of course, all last week, Revolution and Wolfpack was both simulcast on both TalkShoe.com and also the live video feature on Facebook. Unfortunately, however, we attempted this yesterday with the prediction show. Unfortunately, we had a we had a glitch. Ooh, so, okay. unfortunately, the video that did not come out as well. Um, actually, what happened was the video kind of sped up for some reason, which I have no idea why it did that. Hmm. So, uh, so unfortunately, I had to delete the video. So we don't have uh, we don't have that simulcast for yesterday. I was kind of hoping to have one. But unfortunately, we don't have that listed here. Uh, but I thought I just saw throw that out there too. Um, three, three, uh, three or four. Argument already had something to do with your glitch. Yes, he probably did. Probably, You're right, John. He probably did. He probably did. I'm anyway, sorry, Chad. I he did. No, no, no. That's no, it's okay, John. Go ahead. No problem, John. Sorry. It's all right. Where did all the total pickle go? Okay. Anyway, <laughs> uh, sorry, I had to. I had to make two or three interesting points here about the Rumble here last night as I was reading over the list here of, of, of the entries and everything. Uh, luckily, uh, the, the SmackDown nerd, James Ellsworth, was in there the shortest amount of time with only 15 <laughs> seconds. It's a miracle. But, it's yeah. a miracle. 15 seconds. Wow. I wouldn't have guessed that but, one. But, but, guys, Raw actually had a contribution to that, too. Enzo Amore was only in the 18 seconds. How long? 18 seconds. I guess he had to go film that Georgia Gold commercial again. Yeah, yeah. But Jericho was in there the longest with one hour and 13 seconds. Hmm. Yes. Uh, and also, believe it or not, guys, if you did not notice this, that uh, I don't think this thing between the New Day and the King of Cesaro and Sheamus might not be over with because if you notice this, Kofi, Biggie, and Xavier got eliminated by Seamus and Cesaro. That's right. This. Yes, correct. Yeah. Kofi, Kofi, Kofi got eliminated by Cesaro. Vicky got eliminated by Seamus and Cesaro. And Xavier got eliminated by Seamus. That's right. Yep. So, so I mean, so oddly enough, uh, so, so kind, of, kind of a strange thing there. And uh, you know, one of the I wanted to mention, uh, or did I want to mention anything else, um, Sami Zayn was in there, I think, the second amount of time with 46, almost 47 minutes. Wow. That's pretty good. That's pretty damn good. All right. Well, I'm going to make this quick here. Uh, Raw ratings here. Um, uh, Night after the Royal Rumble, we're going to say we're going to give it a 2.2. All right. And the main event here, I'm going to say... uh, of course, Michelle has a very good point. It could be the moment ever that Roman and the Undertaker could confront each other, but of course, it could be one or the other, one of one or more two things: that uh, <clears throat> that a uh, 
uh, maybe a, a non-title between uh, uh, K- uh, K- KO and uh, I don't know between let's just say between KO and uh, Jericho. Yeah, there you go. Between two bets, that all work out just fine. Champion versus champion, or 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 a conversation between uh, another one between Goldberg and Brock. You know. Yeah, but that hey, I, I got yeah, out here, so y'all, we'll talk to y'all tomorrow night. All right, yeah, we'll talk at you. Um, go ahead, uh, Michelle. You were about to say something. Go ahead. And they stole my thunder because I wanted to see Goldberg spear Roman Reigns just one time, just uh, once. I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. And they bursted my bubble on that shit. Well, you never know. Anything could happen. Like I said, Goldberg, we understand, is, I believe his next appearance is next Monday. I don't believe he's set for tonight, though. I don't believe. But I could be wrong. I'll have to double-check my notes to be sure. John, let's go to you next. What are your raw ratings and main event prediction for tonight? And by the way, Michelle, like I said, you and Caleb have got to start checking his rants, however, on uh, special breaking news and anything under the sun. He always finds a way to tell like it is even after we go off the air here as well. I think man, there's gonna be it's gonna be KO against Sami Zayn tonight. Mm, okay. And what's our rating? Two point six. Whoa. Oh, shit. He's going up this week, folks. You know what? I'm gonna go two four and I'm gonna say what Michelle said and Chad said earlier about the club or not the club, Cesaro and Sheamus in the New Day. I still think there's still some mileage out of this feud. I think you're going to see a big six-person tag here. I think the New Day team up, but you're also going to find a surprise mystery partner. Maybe it could be K- maybe KO possibly joining up with uh, Cesaro and Sheamus. If not, they're going to find someone out of the woodwork. So I think you're going to see a six-person tag close out the show. I really do. I really do. Um, before we go, real quick, uh, one thing we did not touch upon, however, and I know Michelle's a big advocate of this lately, and since we were going to go over just a few minutes, however, because it's Monday and we feel like doing so, so John, hold off on the music for a few minutes. Uh, we want to hear her latest thoughts about TNA and what's been going on over in TNA country. Michelle, please, give us your TNA uh, thoughts so far, what's been going on over there, down there in TNA uh, country. Um, Bobby Lashley, four-time champ, four, uh, four-time champion. He stole it from Eddie Edwards again last week. Yes. Um. Uh, Hardys are still tag team champions. <clears throat> um, as you all know, Ravy Sky's pregnant again. She made they made the announcement. Hmm. Interesting. Um, okay. Let's see. Uh, Moose was the holder of the um, the Grand Champion. Yes. He took it from Aaron Rex, and now it's um. Oh shit! My mind just went blank. Just well, the latest. What's going on with the whole thing involving Cody and Brandy versus the Miracle and Maria? What's the latest on well, that? Well, you part? know they've they've kind of. That's kind of come to a halt because uh, Cody got injured. Oh, okay. Um, because Bobby Lashley attacked him backstage, and really, you haven't seen him since then. And hell, that's been like a month ago. Mm-hmm. But Cody, he's been all over the place. You know, he's been doing the Ring of Honor shit and stuff too. Mm-hmm. So he's kind of been all over the place. I mean, Brandy, she was on there last week, but um, right. Rosemary was up in her face and trying to get her to join Decay and. She wouldn't do it and all that stuff. Um, you know, Rosemary's still holding the women's title, which I think is bullshit in my eyes. But yes, um, because that match between her and Jade was freaking insane.
insane. Yes. And Jade jumped off the freaking steel cage, and Rosemary still got her out in the house. Um, Crazy. <laughs> yeah, like I said, Bobby Lashley's a four-time champion. Um, I knew that Eddie Edwards would not hold that belt long. I yeah. knew as soon as Lashley come back, that'd be it. Um, I'm trying to remember who the hell's holding the damn grand champion title, because it's not... Mm-hmm. Maybe it is still Moose. I don't really remember. I don't remember, J.D. I think it still is Moose. Yeah. Um. Um. No, 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 it's not. It's Drew Galloway. Okay. Drew okay. Galloway beat him. Okay. Drew Galloway made his return and challenged him and beat him. So Drew Galloway is now the uh, grand champion. Okay. On okay. Um, but, I mean, otherwise it's been going really good. I mean, I thought that the show that the Hardys did on the Hardys compound was amazing. It was a really good show. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you had the freaking rockers on there. You had, you know, yep. a lot of the older, you know, tag teams, you know, uh, wrestlers on there. Stuff that I thought was really good. Sure. Um, as we all know, next month, Matt and Jeff Hardy's uh, contract is up with TNA. I don't know what they're going to decide to do. I honestly was, like, wondering if Matt and Jeff Hardy was going to be a surprise entrance last night to the Royal Rumble, but that didn't happen. Yes. Um, Could they be at Mania? Do you, think, do you think at Mania they show up, maybe? I I, I do. uh I do and I don't because right now, honestly, I think in my eyes right now, the Hardys is the only thing keeping TNA together. Mm-hmm. That that's the only fan attraction right now is the Hardys and their character and you know their storyline that they have going on. Like everything else is just like you know, it, it's like Groundhog's Day kind of. It seems like to them, you know, you're seeing the same shit. DJ Z's holding on to the. Uh, Whatever the hell the belt is called, I can't even remember. Oh. Um, you know he's holding on to that belt. You know, yep. now Bobby Lashley's got the championship title back. The Hardys have the tag team. You know, Rose, it, it, it's like Groundhog's Day. So sure. I think right now Matt and Jeff Hardy are the only thing that are keeping TNA together. That's that's just the, the issue at hand. Mm-hmm. You know, they need they need to get together, work together, butt heads, whatever. Let Jeff Jarrett freaking take the damn thing over. Somebody that has a brain that can establish and make TNA great again. Yes. That's what's needed. Because yes. TNA is, is falling very fast. Yes. Oh, yes. I would agree. And real quick, uh, talk about uh, making great again. One last note, Howard. We didn't get your thoughts on this. Um, uh, we're, we're, like I said, we're going over time here. The Hall of Fame, so far, DDP, Kurt Angle, and Rick Rue going in. Your thoughts about those three going in, and who else do you think could be next on the Hall of Fame ballot? And J.D., after um, you're done. Oh, uh, what's that? Sorry, John, what were you saying? After you're done with her, I'll uh, tell telling you how the big man entered in the Royal Rumble. That will be our last piece of news. Okay, that's fine. Good. Okay, that's fine, John. So hold off on that for a couple seconds. Okay, go ahead, Michelle. Sorry. Um, DDP, very well-deserved. Kurt Angle, way the hell overdue. He should have been in a long time ago. Rick Rude, well-deserved. Um, I still think that Owen Hart needs to go in. Chris Benoit. Um, I, I will fight that shit till the end. I th- they both deserve to go in. Mm-hmm. Um... Another one that they need to bring in. Oh God. Um. Yeah, that's a good question. Uh. I'll have to get back to you on that. Right now, I really can't think. But like I said, you know, 
Owen Hart is very deserving of that. So is Benoit, but DDP, Angle, and Brood, yeah, way to go. Yes, certainly. Okay, and John, you were about to say something now. Go ahead. All right. Well, the big guy, when you were talking about all the big guys coming in the Rumble, yes. they came to the ring in golf cart. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's right. I do remember hearing that now. Yes, you're correct. Because I saw photos of, I saw photos of it while... Yes. Earlier on in the show, when yes. I was doing the histories and birthdays. Okay, yes, I did hear about that. That's right, okay. And like I said earlier, ladies and gentlemen, before Michelle came along, and we want to give a, again a special shout-out to Mr. Caleb. Congratulations this weekend on a job well done. You're well-deserved. We're going to be keeping an eye on your progress there, young man. And like I said, folks, we're about to call it a day. But I do want to thank everyone for coming on the line. It's been a great, great episode. We're going to be back at it again next Monday. Of course, hoping Michelle will be joining us throughout the week here. And, of course, we'll be back in the same time, same spot tomorrow night. But as I said, ladies and gentlemen, also after the show, don't worry about uh, checking us out. How, well, check us out, I should say. But don't worry, how We're back, Howard, with more action. Because at 1130, usually around 12 o'clock every Monday night, if you're still up late, Howard, with us, Howard, and like John and me, we always have a post-Raw radio overrun, if you will. And John tells us how it is every Monday night on his Facebook page. So check out his Facebook page on John Gross, G-R-O-H-S, on Facebook.com. He tells you about the latest news, thoughts, and also gives you some outside wrestling news as well, however, mind you. And also some breaking news that comes into the studio as well. So be sure to check that out each and every Monday on his Facebook page. So, again, I do want to thank the Black Widow for coming on. I want to thank Mr. WCW, Chad Hinshaw, Gerard King, NWO, my two-time Hall of Famer, Smith, Fonzie, the Heartbreak Kid, as well as our Mystery Car from Oklahoma. But as I said, hopefully next week, ladies and gentlemen, we will have our very special guest, Mr. Michael Sam Houston, who is also in our Hall of Fame this year, the WCW Hall of Fame. Returning to the line, he came on Friday Night Hour on Revolution, as you know, after we uh, told him he is a recipient of this year's Hall of Fame classes. He has joined the likes of the Heartbreak Kid, Fonzie, as well as the franchise, my cousin, Dandy Girolamo, and also Mr. Gary Michael Capetta. Congratulations to all the Hall of Famers. How we're gonna, and also one more Hall of Famer, I forgot to mention, also the lowdown man himself, Kendrick Smith. So for right now, we're going to take you out for the night. We do again want to thank you all for listening. We'll be back at the same time next Monday. Have a great rest of the Monday night, everyone. Be safe. Be careful out there with the weather and everything. We'll talk to you soon. And right now, John is going to take us out. How are John, I think you've got Radio Orange theme queued up, don't you? Yeah, I want to take us out twice again like we did today. All right, well, and we're gonna, I think one of them is going to be in honor of Randy Orton side. I believe John has that one. This one is for Michelle and for everyone else who believed in the Viper last night. So we'll talk to you soon, gang. Have a great rest of the Monday night, and we'll catch you on the flip side. John, take us out, please. Yeah, we're still on. I did Bobby Reed again. Yes, I like it.
do you have Randy Orton's team? Um, no, I didn't have Randy. I, I thought about doing Bobby Roode again. That's fine. That's fine. All right, I'm gonna wrap it up here. All right, Michelle, thanks for coming on. Yeah, no problem, guys. Take care. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.